Well, happy Sunday, everybody. Instead of taking on the inevitable large dragon coming at you as you go down the <laughs> platform of Gnomeworks uh, Seaside Cliffs, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. A uh, week ago, or two weeks ago, um, prior to taking last weekend off, we talked about a level 20 one-shot called Mantle of the Gods, which we'll be playing tonight. And I thought just really quickly... Uh, Kurt, introduce your character to us. Right. So, uh, Horuk the Pale, as he's known, uh, was an outcast, uh, a slave or a hero, born of an orc chieftain and a drow noble, but he was never to know his parents. When his parents' secret was discovered, they were slaughtered to make an example for all the drow. Seeing the child as an abomination, he was cast away to die. Fate would reach her hand in, though, and be uh, and bring a crafty drow slaver uh, Jaror Vrain to collect the child and raise it as a slave. Drow slaves were treated harshly, and Horuk became a pit miner and a smith, working with and learning from other slaves of the drow, mostly Durigar. They taught him to see runes, uh, chisel them, and harness their power. With this knowledge, he led an uprising against the drow slavers. His cohort and master of runes, Muiris Brokenforge, would fight by his side until the drow slavers all lie dead on the field. Having won the day, Moiris then rallied the other Duergar to capture Horuk. They underestimated his strength, and Horuk killed them all to the last man. The slave camp now empty, he collected ore of the mine and smelted what would become his armor and warhammer, uh, imbuing them all with runes taught to him by his turncoat friends. Armored up, he began wandering around the graying lands, seeking other slaves, as slavers, and anyone else forcibly ruling others, breaking chains and casts for all. So he's a level 20 rune knight fighter. Outstanding. Um, Yellowjin. All right. In introduce Yellowjin for us. Okay. Here's my head of backstory. Yellowjin is someone who sticks out in a crowd, to put it mildly. A lost without monk who has seen four centuries pass, her memory is as sharp as ever it was, as is her commitment to young. Eight and a half feet tall and positively scrawny, set 375 pounds. Her weathered gray skin is crisscrossed with scars, both mundane and magical in origin. Her left tusk was broken long ago, but the remaining stump has been carefully polished and inlaid with delicate scrimshell work. A piece of exquisite living artwork that illustrates her commitment that beauty and order can arise from violence and chaos. Clad in simple robes of orange cloth, Yelijan has dedicated her remaining years to wandering the plains, leading it to fate, Yom, who can say... But her compass of lost things always manages to lead her to individuals who can benefit from her gentle encouragement or her ability to self, uh, to subtly inspire them to start down a path of change and growth. And, of course, it can also help that nice merchant find his missing spectacles. Peaceful <laughs> soul, she wishes she could live her remaining years simply wandering and helping those who fate in her compass place in her path. But the forces of chaos rarely allow her to relax her guard. She laments their necessity, wishing she could use her skills as an acolyte of the way of mercy to heal and comfort. She is nevertheless fully prepared to defend those who cannot defend themselves, coming on not just her inherent strength, but her staves and, talisman and talismans to aid in protecting the innocent and helpless. Should the situation warrant it, though she loathes using it for violent ends, a broken tusk has been turned into a magical horn that can summon the spirits of her, of her herd's ancestors to come to her aid. Should also say Eric and I are like super nerds and have had like two, three weeks. It's not. I did not prepare a backstory of this. Something we threw out on the fly. It's fine. That caliber is not required. I mean, you know, it's all for fun. 
We're just massive nerds um, with, hey, with a lot of Amani, time on our hands. Yeah, put your new character name in the uh, in the title bar for me, so we know. Oh, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, Pinky. Talk to us about uh, Pinky. What is, what's going on with Pinky? And introduce your character. Um, so Pinky, as we all know, in Deep Gnomish means um, he who skulks in shadows. Um, <laughs> well, I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> he is a deep gnome uh, that was born in gnome work just as the guilds began to take over. He escaped and became a rogue. He had built a reputation as a thief as an, as an assassin, um, uh, which eventually led him uh, to cross path with Clembors, uh, god of the dead and judge of souls, a kind of uh, lawful neutral of death, uh, uh, where he... Um, caused chaos that had very, very bad repercussions, um, reprehensible, disastrous results. So he ended up uh, converting to Clemvort's temple. Uh, so he is mostly a rogue, uh, but also uh, through Clemvort, uh, started to study wizardry. Uh, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he now exclusively works for them. And trying to undo his wrongs. Uh, his primary issues are that he technically crossed the guild of assassins and thieves, uh, which are uh, still his enemy. Uh, also, his ex fiance Cheryl, uh, didn't convert with him, and his daughter, uh, <laughs> Tatanya, <laughs> t- wait, no, Tatanya Celeste Borealis. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he just didn't want to be teased. Um, is uh, not a fan of his. He stole her. She's a teenager now. He's just he's just trying to make good with his daughter, uh, but she is uh, she's mad at him. Did you say he stole her? Well, yeah, from Cheryl. The, oh, Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant like he legitimately stole a daughter. <laughs> For a second, I was like. As Holy cow! <laughs> That's a heck of a thief. <laughs> hey. Talk about your character, Alexa. Uh, so I have made the ill-advised decision to play a level 20 <laughs> spellcaster in a class I've never played before. So Faye <laughs> is a centaur sorceress. She's an aberrant mind sorcerer. Um, so Faye uh, spent a long time in the Feywild living a pretty regular life for a centaur Um was sort of, uh, you know, unwillingly attacked by an alien influence, which left her its mark on her. And that sort of set her on a path of uh, wandering the plains, uh, going on great adventures, but also it's kind of uh, divorced her a little bit from reality. I love it. That's going to be perfect. (laughs) All right, Tinkerfoot. Amani, talk to us about Tinkerfoot. Um, I just made this character about... Five minutes ago, on one. <laughs> um, well, I am a six foot human bar barbarian. Or can I say barb? Is it short? For yeah, barb? you, could be, you yeah. could be a Barbie if you want. Yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, six foot, foot the Barbie. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I changed my background to be a criminal this time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. It's all those adventures with uh, Puck and Spot. It's yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm a professional thief. I have green hair with brown skin. Um, <laughs> a centaur with spider climb is a scary thought. 
<laughs> I don't really know what else. He gave me like this generic background. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. I'm late to the game. Sorry you about that. Then, there is a city in the celestial heavens known as Elysium. This great plane of existence is somewhere between the waking and dreaming world of not only the Astral Sea, but what the Kalistars sometimes refer to as a place of dreams. Here, many deities find refuge, some lesser, some greater, but it is that space that they've all agreed is destined to bring those to it who are considered possible champions of the greater deities of the universe, whether it be the astral sea, the wild spaces of the different worlds. But here, the optics have been pointed towards Exandria, more importantly, towards the desolate landscape of Eastern Marquette. A battle has waged for a hundred years. And within the heart of this battle, these armies rage against each other. A particularly crafty thief had managed to steal something from Elysium they should not possess. And they had unleashed the power of the mantle of the gods. A great kind of circlet along with a kind of pageantry um, a device that you both wear um, on your shoulders and chest, but also finishes with a circlet on your head. This mantle of the gods was created by one of the least known gods. And this god, Corlos, was banished for its creation. He was originally asked to create a mantle to control the great world creators and a device to allow them to bring into existence great powerful creatures to undo and remake worlds that were left abandoned in the astral sea to possibly become safe places for lineages and generations of people to exist in, therefore supporting the idea of creating worlds rather than destroying worlds. Secretly behind their back, he refabricated this device. And for the very first time, he used it to put the dominion on Exandria, which eventually led to the time of founding. This period of founding was how the world of Exandria was initially remade. Great mountain ranges destroyed, lakes and seas coming into existence, great gas, uh, grasslands fractured and torn asunder, entire continents remade and unmade. And as he, as Coron, experimented and continued to cause this device to become more perfect, he then assembled a creature of complete catastrophe, complete horror. He built the very first Tarask to come into existence within Exandria. And he had fashioned the mantle of the gods to only be uh, affixed by him. He hid it away deep inside a vault. And now this vault has been 
penetrated and stolen and broken into by the master thief. This master thief has disappeared with the mantle. And it is feared as these gods look down upon this vast graveyard of a battle that rages and continues to ebb and rage in the eastern frontiers of Marquette. Hork, you stand in the middle of a vast battle encircling you. The contingent of your mercenary troop lie mostly dead or dying around you. The throngs of a thousand screeching, both creature and humanoid in appearance, as the vast gates of hell have opened up around you. Your doom is inevitable. Your death seen before you. As the swarms come towards you, as you screech in terror, stoically you stand there, prepared to die to the bitter end. At the last moment, all of the creatures freeze within mere feet of you. A silhouette of a creature, no real form, no gender, nothing identifiable, just a silhouette of a silvery kind of light of a humanoid form. Horik, for what you have done here, we have chosen you. The flash of white light heat and cold all at the same time. Yelijan, you stand amongst a group of your peers. Your hands bound, your ankles bound. From here, you look up at the Judgment Council that demands your execution. You can see the guards getting ready to escort you out. You can hear the calls for your head and your eventual destruction for the blasphemy of what you've done. As a dozen or so guards begin to approach you, you see all of them freeze in place. Stop moving towards you. A silhouette of a silver light of a humanoid figure. And their voice. Elegant. You're just the person we're looking for. A flash of light, heat, and cold as you are consumed. Pinky, you've never really recovered from the trauma of Gnomeworks. No matter how much you drink, no matter how much you eat, no matter how much revenge you seek against those that forced you to make some pretty harsh decisions... You have traveled Greater Exandria in hopes of quenching that thirst. And here as you stand amongst the, the now dead guild members that you are convinced were responsible for what happened to you and the others that you've known, the warlock sets in you, feeling the great pact coming to fruition. A silver outlined humanoid appears beside you. Oh, Pinky. Oh, Pinky. 
Time to go. Flash of white, hot, and cold energy as it consumes you. Faye. Being a senator is already challenging enough, but here you sit on a platform of a gallows. The crowd yelling and screaming for your head. Hanging. Execution. Hundreds of people shouldering their fists in your direction. Angry faces at the supposed betrayal. But never one to shy away from the importance of the truth, even though it exposes both the king and queen of this particular kingdom that you're currently in. And even though it exposes them for their behavior and their eventual downfall, you stick to your honesty and to your faith and to your trust in the world. Just as you watch the executioner pull the lever on the gallows, it stops. Time freezes around you. The great silver and white light apparition of a humanoid appears alongside you. Fay, it would be such a shame to let such a pretty neck and a creature of such purpose go to waste. Consumed by hot and cold energy Tinkerfoot, you are in your element. You arc your sword through the vast crowds of living and dead soldiers. While the rest of your company behind you falls away, you go ever deeper and ever deeper, lost to your blind rage and your need to fight and consume and destroy. And once again, time and everything around you freezes as a lineage-looking silver white light humanoid appears alongside you. The voice, Tinkerfoot. Every weapon requires a strong arm. We have use of you. Blast of hot and cold light as you're consumed by the energy one by one each of you consumed by this energy these last moments of your previous life consumed by divine intervention of the deity's council the capital Elysium calls you forth the five of you stand in a vast hall of marble, light, dozens of very omnipresent creatures keeping their eyes on you. As you stand there looking at this council. A goddess steps out, throws towards you. The five of you have been picked for a reason. Whether it be revenge, redemption, or just playing good at killing, you have 
found a temporary home with us. While we cannot restore your bodies back to where we took you from, we can offer your souls an opportunity to make their ways into the halls of champions. Down below in the eastern desolate area of Marquette, a war has been raging on Alexandria for over a century. And now a thief stolen an important relic and has begun to bring it into existence. Even now, the unknown forces below have yet to see the full effect of what marches towards them. And you watch as the goddess steps over to a cloud-like embankment, separates it in front of their council, and an optical illusion begins to show you the vast eastern area of Marquette. There you see a great beast, well over 300 feet tall, 200 feet in length. Its huge arms, its powerful tail and legs. You see a Tarasque pursuing the contact point of the two great armies that fight in the eastern edges of Marquette. In the back of this creature, a small halfling wearing nothing but tattered clothing and what they would call the mantle of the gods. Their face, an entropy of divine belief in themselves, their godlike power coursing through their veins as the effect of Corliss's mantle has fully engulfed this halfling. We do not understand who this thief is. They play with powers that they do not understand. The thief must be stopped. The creature must either be contained or destroyed before they are fully unleashed on Alexandria itself. But this creature is known as the World Eater fashioned by gods for the purposes of gods. We send the five of you to undo this nightmare before it undoes the world of Alexandria and threaten the celestial balance the council's order, threatening the very existence of the capital of Elysium. Horik, do you accept this charge? This is it, huh? I accept. Yelichit, do you accept this charge? I, I'm, I'm still not entirely clear why um, people were trying to execute me, but um, <laughs> really, I... Uh, you know what? If, if this gives me an opportunity to, uh, to to help some more people, absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely into this. Um, oh. the, the God's Council can't help but smile at Yajin's response. And Pinky, do you accept this charge? Faye, do you accept this charge? It seems like a fun little diversion. Sure. 
You are quite terrifying, Faye. <laughs> and Tinkerfoot, do you accept this charge? I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like you're drinking a half-empty tankard at the same time, like, <laughs> sure, that's something to do. And it's like, come back for you. <laughs> a great hand appears underneath your feet. You feel yourself drift through the celestial domain as you pass through the fringes of Elysium out into the great expanse of the upper skies of <laughs> Exandria and eventually descend down into the eastern wastes of Marquette. You're placed directly in the path of this creature. I need everyone to roll for initiative. Oh. <laughs> Exciting. Right. I hope the rolls are great oh, with the character. That was a... <laughs> hope is not a plan. Hope is a four-letter word that you're allowed to say out loud. I, 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 yeah. I think it's four letters. We do that so it's a little bit more. Ooh. There you go. Oh. Yeah, grab Maybe the wrong camera. Not. Hold on. Maybe go. not. <laughs> of course, riding on its back. The half flight. Aw. <laughs> oh, yeah, leave it to Puck. Aw. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> no, I'm serious now. <laughs> Friend of yours. <laughs> All known people have names that starts with the letter P. It's just the facts. <laughs> you saying that one's name's Paul? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. Oh, way to go, Hork, with the six. Yeah. There goes Eric zero to initiative. Oh no, there goes Pinky with that classic uh, twenty-two. <laughs> Um, I got a 12 and I got a 9 and I got a 6 oh, Pinky yeah. you are up with the Tarrasque on deck what are you doing um, I am preparing my um, uh, my iron bands of binding okay. and sing, uh misty steps to try and reach the halfling. What's your movement with that? Yeah. Ah, yes, the mechanics of level <laughs> 20. Um, uh, 30 feet. So, are you doing your full move, misty step, and then dash action? Uh, yeah. So that's going to be what, like a total of 90 feet for you, correct? Yeah. How far is the halfling? Um, he is a good 200 feet away. Well, actually 300 feet because he's oh. 200 feet up in the air and he's currently 100 feet out and away. Okay. So I'll, I'll start my journey. Have small feet. Okay. 90 feet will get you right there behind the wall. And that will finish your turn. 
Thrask is up. It's going to move in the center of the ruined city. Oh no. And it is going to use its tail for earthquake. I need everyone to make deck saves, please. All right. Fifteen. will fail. Seventeen. Seventeen will fail. Twenty-nine. Oh. Uh, Twenty-nine will pass. Nice. I got a I got a nat one for a three. Yeah, three will definitely <laughs> fail. Centaurs. <laughs> Take your foot, what'd you get? I got an eight. An eight. So I think the only person, so who was the one who got the, tw- that was Pinky. Mm-hmm. Pinky, as you're at the base of the creature, looking up at this huge form just shadowed over you, you feel the tail arc up. You could literally feel the wind, like the barometric pressure around the tail pop and explode like a, a force of energy. His tail comes up, <clears throat> hits the ground, but you anticipate it as the ground is rolling towards you and you leap up in the air just in time to like avoid the force of the earthquake effect. You'll still take half damage, but you avoid the, the, the outcome of the effect. For everybody else in the fringe of the ruined edge of the city, you are knocked prone and each of you feel the earth around you fracture open and crush you in different levels of overlapping collapse of the earth around you. Um, So everyone who failed will take 75 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are currently knocked prone. Um, Pinky, you will take 37 points of bludgeoning damage, and you are not knocked prone. And then for the level 20 that we're doing tonight, Make sure you maxed out your hit points. So mm-hmm. you should have maximum hit points possible because you're going to need them. Max is still not a lot. <laughs> hey, uh, just for curiosity's sake, um, how far away is the Tarrasque from us at this exact moment? Currently, it's 75 feet away. Okay. So that'll finish the Tarrasque's turn. Hang on, I have resistance to bludgeoning. Yeah. Okay, so Uh, I'm going to activate my 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 heal rune as a reaction to that. Okay. So I have resistance to bludgeoning, so I'll take half damage for that then. Sounds good. Yep. Uh, The Tarrasque. Thirty-seven, you said. Yep. Yep. Tarrasque will finish its turn. Yellowjin, you are up with Tinkerfoot on deck. All right. I'm going to use half of my movement to uh, to get up. And sorry, I was trying to get something in my character sheet there. No worries. You said they're 75 feet away? They are 75 feet away. All right. Just got to kind of, oh, okay. This is going to be a little interesting. Just crack my neck. I'm going to, da- I'm going to dash uh, to, let's see, is, what is that? Fast, sorry. Dash doubles your movement, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dash it, you know, Dash means you can um, move your full movement during a dash action. Unless okay. you can that's dash right. as a bonus action. Well, that, that's what I meant. Like, as an action, it, it lets you... Okay. So, 
I have 30 movement left after uh, getting up. Okay. So I want to use my full move to just kind of get in this, the far section, the other uh, set of ruins. So over this way? Yes, yeah, sorry. Okay. So I'm get with my mouse as though anyone other than me can see it. So I'm going to put you right about there. Okay. And I have one other action. Am I within 30 feet of the Tarrasque? You are 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45 feet. Uh, that's what I thought. All right, let me make sure I can't. Anything that can do that within... Ooh, okay. Yes, I can. I'm just going to kind of point at, point at it and... Uh, I'm going to use the lightning bolt for my staff of the Magi. Oh, so I actually rolled to hit. I'm not used to spells. So I'm casting that at, step, at uh, seventh level, and it's a DC save of 14. Okay, I gotta do a D6 first. Which is a three. Targeted by a magic spell, a line spell, or a spell that requires, and this this requires a ranged attack roll, correct? I'm looking at it because I'm not. I apologize, I'm not used to doing spells. Um, give me one second to bring it back up. No, 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 not you. Because if you're casting it from the staff of the magi, yeah, um, I believe it's a ranged attack spell. Yeah, let me again. I'm I'm not used to doing that, and I kind of got out of my character sheet there for a second. So my apologies. There you are. Spells? Yeah, it's just my spells. Okay. Where are you lightning? So is it channeling a spell that you have, or does the magi... No, it's a spell that the the staff has, so it's not... But it still requires a ranged attack roll, or does it require the target to make a save? Target has to make a save of DC 14. Dex, I'm assuming. Yeah, Dex 14. Um, it, unless I'm reading it wrong, I don't think it says anything in there about it requiring a, a roll. So, oh, so yeah, if it requires a dex, dex. Yeah, if it requires a Dex save, that automatically negates it as a ranged effect or a ranged okay. target. Uh, which matters because of the abilities that the Tarask has. That's the only reason why I was clarified. Okay, so, okay. Um, that's a natural 15, so that will save. Okay. Let me see if that does... I, I don't remember if that does half damage on a... It uh, should. Let's see. It, yeah, it okay. should. In that case, uh, I believe it, it was a... Uh, I think I rolled 34 because I accidentally caught it. Uh I rolled a 34, so it's 17 damage. Okay. That was yeah, very naughty, that. young man. Yeah, you watch as the, the Luxodon monk goes tearing out in the middle of the open, brings out this staff, and you watch as lightning goes crisping off of it and kind of sparking along the mouth and chest of the Tarask. Tarask almost barely even notices it. 
right, and let me check one other thing because that I can do as a bonus action. Uh, I got so many abilities here that it's hard to read through them. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to level 20. Yep. <laughs> All right. I'm going to use uh, Hands of Healing on myself. So I don't know if that requires me to do a <laughs> attack roll on myself. But no. Hands of Healing. All right. And that lets me do uh, what is it? I believe it is. Oh, a minute. So I don't actually have to spend a key point on that for the Hands of Healing. I do have to spend one for the uh, Glory of Blows. Uh, and I think it's 1d10 plus 5 recovered. I'll verify that real quick, but yeah. Sorry, like I said, everything's kind of not in the... Well, I had its launch after the narrative right into combat, because it's going to be... <laughs> it'll be an effort. It'll be a fight. So I can do it for both of them. So again, do, do, do I need to roll to hit myself, basically? No, you don't. Okay, so uh, where are you? It's just two hands of healing, which again, I think is one. Ooh, damn, Jesus. That's not what I was thinking. So hearing and harm. So much strings. Uh, 2d10 plus 5 total. 2. Alright, so the first one is 14, and the second is 13. So I've regained 27 hit points. Okay. <clears throat> At the end of your turn, all of you hear the creature let out an ear-splitting roar for its legendary action. Is anybody immune or resistant to frightful presence? Mm -hmm. What? I have advantage against being frightened. Okay. Same, yeah, sorry. Okay. Um, so everyone who is resistant or has advantage, um, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Please. Like to what? Uh, frightful presence or to be frightened. There's one and I have advantage. Uh, 21. I got a 14. Uh, yeah, seven. that one's going to fail. Uh, What'd you get, uh, Pinky? That'll succeed. Really good today. What'd you get, Hork? Uh, sorry, what am I rolling? I'm re I was reading through my character sheet looking to see <laughs> if I was uh, immune. <laughs> uh, wisdom, please. Wisdom? Okay. That's uh, 19. 19 will pass. What'd you get, Tinkerfoot? I don't think I'm immune. That's okay. You still have to roll wisdom save. Okay. Sorry. Wisdom, wisdom. Well, much. It was a nine. Nine. <laughs> so Tinkerfoot is frightened. And I believe Faye is frightened as well. Everybody else managed to... Um, not succumb to the great roar of the Tarrasque and its frightening presence. 
Um, that brings us to Tinkerfoot. Tinkerfoot, you are up with Faye on deck. Okay. Um, so half your movement to stand up. Okay. Well, it feels so weird playing a different here, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I able to move right there? Um, that one, uh, wow, why am I pointing to it? That behind that one character, I have no idea who that is. Uh, the halfling or the Luxodon? The little tiny one, or the big one. The little tiny one. <laughs> that would be. Oh, that's a gnome again, or is it a halfling, Pinky? The gnome, gnome. right? Um, yeah. The deep gnome. Yeah. So you are five, ten, thirty. You are sixty feet away from the gnome. Oh, Jesus. Uh. Mm. Oh, I can only move 40 feet. Ugh. So you can dash as an action, which would give you, you have your remaining 20 feet, you dash as an action, which is then another 40 feet. And what all you'd have left at that point is your bonus action. I will dash. Okay. As an yep, I'll get you right there. Do you, want I don't to, want do you want to bonus my... action rage? <laughs> she starts looking it up. <laughs> I don't even know what that does. That's where all oh, makes you angry. You. It makes me angry and I can do more damage. I think I'll rage. Yeah, it sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> I think I'll rage. <laughs> That is very Barbiebarian. Yep, very Barbiebarian. <laughs> I agree. Now, finish Tinkerfoot's turn. Faye, you are up. You're currently prone on the edge of the field. Uh, and are you're you? frightened, which means that if you try to attack the creature in any way, it's at disadvantage, and you're unable to move towards it. Um. All right. Uh, how much? Sorry, I apologize because you said this a couple times, but how many feet do you think I am from the creature right now? Uh, 75 feet. Okay. So I'm going to try to cast Polymorph on the Trask. Ooh. Um, Ooh, that's a save, correct? That is a wisdom save, and I think it's a range of 60 feet. Let me double check. It's a range of 60 feet. I can't run closer, but I will expend um, a sorcery point to uh, extend my spell to a range of 120 feet. Nice. Uh, it will burn one of its legendary resistances to avoid this. Because its wisdom saves are shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, one all legendary right. resistance gone. Okay, and I will... Uh, um, I'm going to also, if I can, use one more sorcery point to jump into the air and fly. So I'll just fly okay. upwards. Straight upwards? Yeah. I can go up 20 feet. Okay. That technically does not take you closer. It just takes you straight up. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me wisdom save. You can try to avoid the frightened effect at the end of each of your turns. All right. I only have plus one to wisdom as a character, which is so weird. All right, that's a 12. 12 does not um, succeed. You are still frightened. 
That'll finish Faye's turn. Hork, you are up. Then we'll be at the top of the second round. Uh, Horik's going to stand up. Uh, okay. Uh, and he's going to charge. He's just running straight towards the thing. Uh, and yeah. as I do that, I want to activate my bonus action for uh, Giant's Might, which okay. will make me huge sized. Okay. So. Game think, mechanics question, would that increase my walking speed since I'm now huge-sized? Would I take bigger steps? Um, or am I still taking little baby steps for 30 feet? I think I'm going to give you an extra 15 feet. So I'll give okay. you 45 feet during your move. Okay, so I'll go, I'm going to be, you know, huge-sized, okay. assuming this old boy is monstrous. Uh, oh, he's uh, what, what's the gargantuan largest or whatever? Gargantuan, yeah. 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 So I'm, uh, yeah, and I'm gonna just go straight towards it, uh, forty-five feet. So it's, what's your normal movement? My normal is thirty, so I okay. use fifteen to get up. Yeah. Fifteen to get so up. So that 15. would be thirty feet. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So thirty because you enlarge yourself. Yeah. That's thirty right there. You bonus okay. actioned, so you got your action. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm with, uh, how far am I away from this guy? I'm about 30 feet now. No, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 feet. 40 feet. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Then uh, I'll take a uh, dash action. Okay. Is that to get in base with it? Yeah. Uh, to get, uh, five feet away from it. So not directly in base, but. I mean, base for that guy is going to be huge anyway, right? So. Well, it's just that he has a 15-foot reach. Right. I have a 5-foot reach, so okay. I just need to get 5 feet away from him. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. That'll finish your turn as you storm in the base or proximity to base with the creature. Yeah. Uh, that'll take us to the top of the second round. Pinky, you are up with the Tarask on deck. <laughs> Nice. How far am I now from the halfling on the terrace? You are now... I'll say the creature is in kind of a lowered pose. I'll say you're 100 feet. 100 feet. Okay, so I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. Um, and I'm going to try and teleport behind one of the spikes on top of the Tarrasque, so I can start to climb my way towards uh, the Alright, what's your uh, range for teleportation? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet? Uh, go ahead and give me acrobatics or athletics, please. Um, let's see. Okay. Athletics. <laughs> Chips. That's 30. Oh, you're really <laughs> so hot tonight. This is all going to come back with a, like five nat ones in five seconds. I think, but you have You're... like you. I think you have the best uh, passive stats of all of us, right? I don't think so. It's like, for example, the other one would have oh, been a mic. has great passive stats. My passive stats are trash. <laughs> so you end up on one of the great protruded spikes on its elbow as you just teleport up onto its arm, and you're currently holding on to the arm. As you look up, you could see the halfling kind of like 
sitting and and partially sitting standing behind one of the great kind of like carapace plates on the back of the Tarask head near one of the great horns as well. You can feel a huge arm moving as you maintain your balance on it. Can I do just a check for um, uh, insights? Sure. As a bonus action? Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, no, it's okay. That's normal. I mean, it's 21. But I <laughs> 21? Not 20. Um, what are you trying to learn? Um, I guess what he's holding and what state he seems to be in. He appears to be in a catatonic state. He's oh. got the magical device on his shoulder and the crown of his head. Seems to have shrunken down to fit him. And it, it, it's almost like a piece of armor with the exception of the great like circlet that attaches to the rear of the armor. Their eyes are sunken in and glowing with a soft orange glow of concentration or possibly um, uh, uh, possession. Oh, okay. Do I notice anything that might have noticed me at all? No, so far neither the Tarask or the Halfling seem to notice you, as you are invisible. Nice. I'll finish your turn. Uh, yes, I think so. Okay, the Tarask is up. It is going to take two claw strikes um, at Pork. That is going to be a 26 and a 38. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, activate my Cloud Rune and redirect one of those attacks to the monk on his head. To the monk on his head. Or I mean, to the gnome on his head. Sorry. Uh, the, you mean the halfling? The halfling. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. One of those guys. Um, so, so I'll one take of those the thirty-eight out. The thirty-eight. It just uh, like with the cloud room, it redirects an attack. Okay. To another thing. So. Crushes the halfling <laughs> on its head, and the halfling got like smushes down to the point where you could just see a bloody smear on the top of the head of the Tarask. It's like in pieces of arms and legs, it's torso like eviscerated open and the, the, the halfling's body is leaking down the Tarask's head, but then instantly reforms back up into the halfling again. Well, that's no good. Uh-oh. Does the other one hit you? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. For some reason, my dice are scattered everywhere. Six, 12, 18. That's going to be 28 points of slashing damage from the claw. Uh, yeah, I have resistance. So 12, or sorry, 28. So that'd be 14. Correct. Yep. It's then going to use its horns to strike down at you in the ground. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a 31. Yep. Hits. Lord. 13. 13. 26. 36 points of piercing damage. Okay. 18 again. Resistance. And now it's going to use its tail to strike at you. 
Jeez Louise. Uh, that's going to be uh, uh, 38 to hit. Yep. And that's going to be 46 plus 10. Well, 17, 20, 30 points of bludgeoning damage from the tail. All right, another 15. Um, it is going to stay in base with you. Yep. And I'll finish the Tarask's turn. Uh, uh-oh, where did uh, Yelijin go? Broke a crackpot. He left a note in the chat there. I don't know if you see it. Uh, yep. He said he'll come back to him. A shelf just fell off my fridge. Broke a Oh my god. That guy, that's the, you know, in Vegas, we call that uninsurable. Um, yeah. Tinkerfoot, you are up with Faye on deck. Okay. okay. So I think I'm just going to take an attack. Wait, oh, can I move closer to it? Yeah. Uh huh. We'll put you in base alongside Horror because you're now in base with it while raging. I think you get either three or four attacks, correct? Um, so if you're a 20 level barbarian, it's either three or four, I forget. Hey. Bless you. Bless you. I'm sorry, that really hurt it. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, it says attacks two per action. Okay, so take your two attacks. Um, I want to attack with what is it? Great axe. Okay. Great axe. Okay. Maybe. Um. Okay. It's a. It's a thirteen. Well, you should have a bonus for that. Wait. Oh, I'm rolling for damage. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's a sixteen. It wasn't anything special the second time. <laughs> 16 to hit is that inclu- what you actually roll um let me see let me go to what is it uh where can i get the oh here we go the game what action is it called a game log? i don't know it got me um it got me 12. i just 16. i rolled a four and uh what is it it says oh, plus four plus 12 oh. yeah yeah, you just rolled really badly. Yeah, you just rolled really bad. Yeah, you watch as um, Horik. You watch as uh, uh, Tinkerfoot goes, just drool pouring out of her mouth as she goes into a rage and goes running by you and brings her weapon and it just like you know reverberates and bounces in her hand as she's unable to get through the armor of the creature. Uh, oh. Take your second attack, Tinkerfoot. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. It's a 29 this time. Yep, 29 will hit as she re- recovers and then <clears throat> just brings the axe down into the creature again. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, it's a 16, 10 plus 6. Okay, 10 plus 6. I think you get a plus 5 for rage at level 20, if I recall that correctly. Am I recalling that correctly, Hork? Oh, man. Damage about points for rage. I don't know. Oh, it's just I plus look four. Up. Plus four. Oh, okay, good. Okay. So it's already calculating that in for you? Um, so did you get an advantage on strike checks, saving throws? 
Oh, it says no. I don't get any adventures on a text. It just says not a text. Right. Like so I think extra, your rage gives you a plus damage. four. So yeah. you actually um, got it. So you got the sixteen plus four because you're raging. Um, if you ever go reckless, you get advantage. Yeah. So that's going to be twenty points of slashing damage to the Tarask, and that will finish your turn. Faye, you are up with Horik on deck. All right. Uh, I still cannot move closer to these guys, so um, I am gonna I'm gonna try another polymorph. And at the very least, make this guy burn another legendary resistance. All right. Yeah, his wisdom save suck. He's going to burn a second legendary resistance. All right. Um, And then as a bonus action, well, I'll tell you what, for my movement, I'm going to fly 70 feet straight up. Okay, so Um, you're currently 70 feet up in the air. So I should be 90 feet in the air now. Oh, that's right. 20... So yes, you're you're high enough to where you've got a good vantage of the halfling uh-huh. and like the top, the beginning of the head, because the creature's like lowered to the ground now, kind of like bringing its claws down on both Hork and um, and Tinkerfoot, just kind of engaging them directly. And the whole time you can see this catatonic halfling holding on to the plated armor of the Tarrasque lost in this weird kind of possessed state. Okay. Could I, as a bonus action, maybe make like an insight check on whether I think basically like the mind of the halfling is in the Tarrasque now? Ooh, yeah, I like that. Give me an insight check. Okay. That's a 19. You get the feeling it's a bit of a symbiosis. Okay. The the halfling's fused to the mantle and the halflings fused to the mantle in such a way that he may be commanding and forcing the Tarasque's behavior, but not necessarily improving the kind of like natural ability of the Tarasque. Okay. All right. Got it. Uh, that'll end my turn. Okay. Yelijin, you are up with Horik on deck. All right. Um, how is Horik within 30 feet of me? Is who, who, what, what, where now? Is Hork within 30 feet of me? Yes, he is. Okay. Uh, He's exactly within 30 feet of you. Okay. Um, when the gods were introducing us, uh, was that all just kind of in our own heads? Like, would I know his name? Like, was he ever kind of like, this is, or did have we not done that at all? You lost me on that one. What's the question? Do I know his name, basically? Like, when we were doing uh, the introduction with the, the gods when he was there, did they kind of... Yeah, you guys know. names a lot to all of us. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Hork! Hork! I need you to not resist! And with <laughs> that, I'm going, to, oh. I'm going to... Let me find you. Okay. Get out of you. <laughs> I know, I got... Stuff the magic is amazing, but that's too much stuff. I'm going to cast Enlarge on Horak, which would make him uh, the same size as the Tarrasque. That would make him so, quite large. So I'm already um, huge. I'm already huge, so now I'm monstrous. You're talking about large. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you were huge. Um, this is, uh, yeah. this is the, the sheet I pulled up has, it goes, uh, what, huge to gargantuan to colossal. But I might be looking at an old one. Okay, so... I'm just very, very big now. 
Okay. All right. Um, what else I can do? <laughs> oh, I like that. All right. <laughs> so. What I'm also going to do is uh, I'm going to kind of look around. Uh, no one's really done any damage to him, right? Have they? Is uh, not really. No. Uh, there's been some damage, but is in large yeah, concentration. Yeah. Let me double check that. Uh, yes, yes, concentration up to a minute. Okay. All right. And my second action. Um, Where are you? Why do you get a second action? I have two. You have two actions. Two attacks. Two attacks. Right. Yeah, well, so enlarge is a bonus action or an action? That is an action. That's me being used to a uh, melee finder, so I apologize. Yeah. There. So your action right, is um, done. So you have your bonus action and your move left. Okay. Um, yeah, I got too many damn tabs open. Um, is anybody near me? Uh, is anybody injured? But uh, injured that I could get to. That you can move into base with? Yeah. I mean, Bork to took a shit ton of damage last round, so okay. I would guess gonna... he looks the most injured. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to run up behind him. Uh, do I have enough room? I have 60 movements to speak. I get right behind him? Yeah, that's 30 feet to get behind him. Okay. All right. It's like, I'm going to uh, use my hands of healing again on him. Okay. So, uh, because he's a willing creature, do I need to uh, roll attacks on those? Nope, he's willing. Yeah. Okay, so, and then, all right. Oh, this is going to be really weird. I'm sorry about all of this. What is this? Like, the, I, the attention noise from, uh, this is the North Star. Uh, first one gives you eight back, and my second gives you nine. So you got 17 of your health back. I swear, we're going to start a GoFundMe for Eric and get him a new microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That was the weirdest massage I've ever received. <laughs> that is a little weird. But my calf muscle is suddenly feels really good now. <laughs> so that'll finish Yelgen's turn. Uh, Hork, you are up. They'll be at the top of the third round. So I'm very bigger than I thought now. Uh, do I yeah. have any extra bonuses for having any of that? <laughs> um, I'm going to say you could double everything up. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. All right. I'm okay uh, with that. I'm swinging at this bad boy then. Um, so, Horik's going to take his maul and try to bring it down on uh, the Tarasque's head. Go for uh, it. And I'm going to do that four times. Ah, uh, good old fashioned fighters. Four oh, attacks. Yeah. Uh, that's a 25. 25 no, 27. Just... I'm sorry. 27. Yep. 27 plus, hits. Plus 17. Another 27. Two hits. A nat 20. Nice. And a 19. Okay. All four okay. hit. Do the crit first. Uh, if I'm doing the crit first, then I've got extra stuff to add to that. Yeah. Because yeah. I have fun, special, awesome shit. Okay. So with great, where'd it go? With great weapon fighting. Uh, great weapon master, I believe it is. Oh no, critical. So, yeah, with crusher, uh, feed I took crusher. When I okay. score a critical with a that deals bludgeoning damage to a creature, attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of the next turn. Okay, good to know. 
and it just says attack rolls. It doesn't. It's not just mine. Any attack rolls, correct? Made with advantage till yep. the next turn. Uh, also, once per turn, when I hit a creature with an attack, I can try to move it. I'm not going to worry about that one. Hang on, there's another one on here that I get. Uh, shoot, crap! I gotta <laughs> read through my page because I've been. I was hoping I'm gonna crit at least once in this fight, and now uh, I'm gonna take full advantage of that. But uh, heck yeah. Oh, you better, because this thing's a semi-truck of hit points. Well, I'm going to try and semi-truck some of those hit points away. Um, I can already see that Pinky's like hoping just to get up to the half lane and, you know, lobotomize it <laughs> before it can kill anybody. <laughs> Crap, I got to find, I'm trying to remember which uh, which item thing this is. But uh, if I, okay, so Orcus Fury, I can roll extra damage. So yeah. I'm going to re-roll three of those uh, rolls because I got the nat 20, right? Correct. So, but they all, I mean, they all hit regardless, but if I get another If you're critical, just going for a crit, yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also I think I can, uh, I think it's under the Great Weapon Master. Um, I can bonus action an attack now as well. Correct. Uh, yeah. And none of those three were crits. Okay. Uh Okay, so the crit. Hang on, I gotta write these down real quick. <laughs> so those four attacks. Uh, I'm also going to action surge and swing four more times. Okay. Go for uh, it because with advantage. With advantage, yeah. Yep. One more times. Um, and about action surge, is that uh, restricted to one per one per action per round, or is this? How does that it work? It should I've... tell you on the tab. Doesn't... If you click, uh, me... if you okay. click on action surge, it'll open yeah. up a panel to your right. Yeah, yeah, and Tell yeah, you yeah. the information about it. Pushes up beyond the one. Take an action for which one uses feature. It, it it just says I can use it twice before a short rest. Oh, once Correct. on the same turn. Okay, never mind. Got it. Yep, it's the last Correct. line. Yeah. Okay, so I can throw one more. Yeah, one more round of four swings at the guy. So it'd be eight total swings. Hey, uh, uh, Kurt, not to interrupt you, I left a message sure. in the chat, Sir John, if you can take a look at that. Uh, I will be back as soon as possible, but yeah. Yeah, the lowest one of those, uh, the, the, the lowest one of those was uh, a four, so that'd be 19, or no, 21 to hit. Oh, that was on the straight, that was on straight roll. I haven't rolled the advantage on that one yet, yeah. Sorry. Okay. So that one, the 21 hits or misses? 21 misses. Okay, the other ones definitely hit because they were all higher than uh, 10, what I rolled. So that would be all higher than 27. Yep, so, you're good uh, then. Uh, wow, man, I missed one attack. So that's going to be seven totals. Uh, no, I didn't roll my bonus action attack, though, either. Twice. So roll that one. Oh, that's ugly. Oh, sorry. Action that's surge is okay. action only. Never mind. Yeah, yeah just action is action only. Yep. And uh, I got a, just a 29. And yeah, no luck on the other. So only one crit, but it's going to be eight total hits using my action, action surge, bonus action. Okay. Eight total <laughs> so, hits. Okay. And you said double? Correct. What's your current damage that okay. you do? My, my current damage is... Hang on. Get back to it. Okay. Uh, 2d6 plus 11. Okay. So because you've doubled, your normal damage is now 4d6 plus 11. 46 plus 11. Okay. Your crit is going to be 86 plus 11. Right. So 86 or take four full, uh, take uh, max plus four rolls. 
Why max? Uh, it's the critical rules. Uh, sorry, sorry, yeah. My other group uh, crit is the uh, max damage plus uh, four. So I'm gonna go roll the eight for the critical first. Never mind. Okay. Mixing rules up. Yep. And uh, with great with great weapon master, I can't roll under a one or two, or I can re-roll a one or two on right. my hit die. On your damage. Yep. On your damage. And so there's a two. There's a two. There's a two. This is a very unbardy character for you. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> Okay. Um, if I rolled, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm, I'm doing math. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I rolled an 18 on my wisdom save at the end of last turn, am I still frightened? No, you would not be frightened. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, did you so, roll an 18? I did, yes. Okay, so you're currently not frightened. All right. I'm going to Orcish Fury and add an extra D6 to that attack. Okay. To the to the first critical attack, it just adds one extra hit dice for my because it's two d six, but it says one dice, so it's just one more d six to that as well. Yeah, but if it's for the critical hit, you still double the dice. Still double the dice. Okay, hang yes. on, I gotta get so one more dice 2D6. out. Two d six. Yeah. Yep, one more dice out. I'll take that. Okay, and this is the first swing. And hang on, where's the other one? I get to add, uh, with my giant's might, I add a D10 to this as well. <laughs> so that's 2D10. 2D10, okay. Woo. Yep. Woo. And remember, with a critical hit with our rules, yep. it's twice the dice. Okay. So that's 10, 20, 30, 40, 53 on the critical hit. 53 bludgeoning. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Assuming your weapon is magical. Uh, Yeah, it's a plus two maul. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I didn't add my 11 to that. So it's 64. I'm sorry. Uh, It's plus plus 11. Yeah. Okay. So it was was rolled 53. Yeah, rolled 53 plus 11. So that's 64. Sorry, on on the critical. Yep. All right, and now I've got to roll 44 seven more times. Uh, more than that, though, because, okay. 46, so right? 46, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yep. So that's 27. So 64 plus 27. 15, 21. That's 32. Twenty-seven again. Eight twenty. So that's thirty-two. Wait, thirty-one. Sorry, can't math. Thirty-one. Six Three, six, twelve, seventeen, twenty-eight. <laughs> One more. <laughs> and I'm gonna add all these up. <laughs> Ten nine nineteen thirty. Okay. Alright. All those hits. Sixty-four plus twenty-seven is gonna be ninety-one. Plus thirty-two is one twenty-three. Plus twenty-seven is one fifty. Plus thirty-one is one eighty-one. Plus 26 
is 207 plus 28 is 235 plus 30, 265. Oh my god. 265 just... No, okay. <laughs> plus, plus 64. No, I counted, added that first. That was the first thing. Oh, okay. I started with 64, okay. yeah. Okay. So 265. It's the total damage. That was a lot of rolls and a lot of math. That was. <laughs> so you just watch as uh, Yellowjin enhances the size of Hork. Hork's huge body doubles up yet again and brings their massive maul just again and again and again into this creature. One of them strikes. You watch his skin peel off the carapace. You watch as a huge chunk of meat and blood spatter. <laughs> almost like a tidal wave of blood course off the underside of Tarask, who yowls in pain. The Tarask leans back, opens up its mouth, and spends the remaining legendary action of its jaw to come down right on top of Hork. <coughs> it closes its jaw on Hork. Um, and that's going to be... That's going to be a natural 20 to hit. Is that a... a, 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 just a oh, it's a reaction attack? Okay. It's his legendary action. Gotcha. Okay. But with my adamantine armor, crits don't crit. Okay. Mm. Good to know. So, I mean, even though it's a crit, it doesn't crit. Yeah. And you guys are too close in size for him to be able to swallow you now. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Uh, I do need you to make a DC 20 constitution save, please. Constitution? Okay. I can do that, I think. <laughs> I, I, I should hope. I should like to think with a plus 13 constitution, I would like to think I could roll better than a seven. After playing Earthen. And that was a 19. So. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, yeah, 19 plus 13. That's a 32. Okay. So as he chomps down on you, he does 48 points of piercing damage. Halved for piercing resistance. Halved for piercing resistance. Yep, so 24. He then rends you figures out that he can't swallow you so you take uh because you saved on your dc save uh, you take half of 39 points of thrashing damage of thrashing damage okay all right yeah, he's trying to, yeah, basically yeah, yeah, like gotcha. he's got you in his mouth yep. and he's thrashing you back and so, forth and unable to swallow you and then 19 the last minute what, 19 or 20 then uh what's half half 39 of, is 19 and a half so Round up to 20, round down. No, ni 19. Always round 19. down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's all you rage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That'll take us to the top of the third round. Pinky, <laughs> you are up with, well, with uh, the Tarask on deck. Um, nice. It's actually okay. Um, I have a few things I'm trying to do. I would like some uh, help with just figuring the logistics out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so uh, I have sneak attack, which means once per turn, you can deal an extra D8, uh, sorry, 8D6 damage to one Correct. creature you hit with an attack with a finesse or ranged weapon. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you have advantage on the attack roll, you don't need um, uh, a feat. And then... Uh, in my first turn, I prepped um, the Irons of Binding. Yep. Which is uh, a huge or smaller creature you can see within 60 feet of you. 
uh, as you sphere move through it, and then uh, make a ranged attack roll with an attack bonus equal to your dexterity modifier plus your uh, proficiency bonus uh, on a hit. Uh, the target is restrained until you take a bonus action to speak or command against uh, to release it. I would like to use um, the uh, uh, sneak attack feature uh, with the uh, binding, uh, the iron, uh, the iron bands of binding. Now, the iron bands of binding are they a ranged attack spell? Uh, they are technically. Um, they are, they are uh, rusty iron spear measure eight inch diameter weights. Uh, so I think it's like a, a thing you throw and uh, it will hit uh, anything within 60 feet of you. But it's a spell, correct? Oh yeah, I think so. That means it's a ranged spell attack. Uh, yes. Am I reading uh, that right? Kurt, sounds uh, like a ranged spell attack, right? Yeah, well, it the uh, the bands of binding. So, hang on, let me look up her item real quick. It's, I can... um, it's like a, I think it's a spell object. Is it? It's just an item, like it's equipment. Yeah, it's, it's an it's an it's a magical item. It's it's a magical item. It's um. It's not I a think, yeah, but I think it's like magical, as in it starts small. It's like a ball that you throw within sixty fifth of uh, feet. Iron fear. <laughs> make a ranged. My... It's a ranged attack roll, not a spell. It's a ranged attack roll equal there to dex modifier okay. plus proficiency bonus on hit. I'm gonna the reset my camera. I'll be right back. Yep. yep. Yelijan, did you hear that damage roll? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, <laughs> I did hear the damage roll, like, what, 260-something? 265. All right. Did anything happen in, like, the last minute that uh, I need to know about? Because I do still have to finish up, but I wanted to check in. Nothing so yep. far. Okay. Outside of me just doing massive damage. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> uh, so can I use my sneak attack uh, features uh, towards, the, um, towards this ranged attack? It's not a ranged attack, though, right? It's a, oh, I'm well, sorry. It's a, ranged it's a, it's a regular or... ranged attack, not a spell ranged attack. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I mean, you can use it to, because technically you're invisible. I'm assuming you have greater invisibility on, which is you can attack and interact for up to a minute while you're invisible. Um, I'm using, uh, uh, this is invisibility. Um, Uh, a creature you touch becomes invisible until the spell ends. Anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is in target's person. The spell ends at the target uh, for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Okay, so that means you're visible so you again. You become visible, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so once I do it, I become visible again. Okay, go ahead and make your ranged attack roll. Okay, so it's ranged Now, are you targeting the Tarrasque or the Halfling? Uh, I am targeting the halfling. That's what I thought. Okay. Go for it. Okay. So, and again, so I can use the sneak attack extra 8d6 damage towards as long as you hit, As long as you hit the target. Yeah, because you're coming out of invisibility. So you also have advantage on this roll because of sneak attack. Oh, hell yeah. 
Okay. So and you were invisible. And my dexterity modifier is 11, so it would be um, d20 plus 11. Yep. Uh, first one is 15 plus 11, so that's 26. Uh, that'll definitely hit. You can roll again to see if you get a crit. Always worth trying. Uh, the other one is 16 plus 11, so that's 27. Yep, so you definitely hit the halfling. You watch as the bindings clamp onto him. Uh, go ahead and roll for damage. Ooh, hell yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, on a hit, it's restrained until you take a bonus action to speak the command to release it. Um, uh, the creature, once restrained, can use an action to make a DC 20 to break the bands. On a success, is destroyed and it's freed. If the check fails, they automatically fail until 24 hours have elapsed. Yep. Yeah. So, so he's bound. Uh, he's restrained. It's not a. It doesn't do damage. It just, yeah. Oh, well, okay. She gets sneak. She gets sneak attack damage though. Four d eight. Uh yes. So it's eight d six. So does that mean six different? Uh, does that mean um, eight? Eight, eight sided Yes. Holy shit! Okay. Yes. <laughs> I know level twenty is a lot of fun because you get to roll a lot of dice. It's a lot of math. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, as you see the bindings, and with the force of your tossing them up there, they slam into the halfling. The halfling's body immediately just comes apart into pieces. You watch as its head snaps, its skull, like, pierces open, and it just like leans over dead on top of the Tarrasque and then within moments the halfling reforms is it still is it, bound yeah. uh, it is not bound shit well, what up? I love how you assume the gods told you the truth about it god damn it <laughs> Yes, okay. God, God damn it. Uh, you still have your move. <laughs> have my move, okay. Um, I'm going to try to use an Eldritch Blast to blast it off this fucking thing. Uh, your action was the spell, Oh, correct? it's a move. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, optimistic. I'm going <laughs> to... You're channeling your inner puck. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to hide behind one of the side barbs. Uh, okay, give me a uh, stealth check. Let's see how well you can hide. Uh, Are you 20. climbing up onto its back first, or? Um, I think... you're on the elbow right now. Oh, I thought it was over here. Shoot, you're right. You're right, you're right there. There's a little uh, spike on the back that yes. almost looks like a person standing there because I thought I the know. same thing earlier <laughs> from the angle. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I got a twenty-four. Um, okay. So I'm gonna try and hide. I'm gonna try and get onto the back and hide behind one of those. Things. All right. Go ahead and give me athletics or acrobatics to get up onto its back. Um, I'm gonna do acrobatics, and that's a seventeen. Okay, I'll get you up there. 
there, hiding behind one of the big spikes on its back. That'll finish your turn. The Tarask is up. Um, uh, you got its full attention, Pork. Um, <laughs> all the attacks, unfortunately, are coming towards you. Yep. So, question: We double Shoot. my damage. How uh, do my does my uh, defense up, uh, up armor class change at all? No, because of the added. Okay. You, what's your current armor class? Twenty-three. Yeah, your 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 armor class stays the same. Sure. Just making sure. Yep. Yep. All right. All five attacks coming at you again. Yep. The tail, does the tail do any kind of a whipping action, like a knocking, moving action at all? Like um, a knockback or in normal circumstances or no? Normally it could knock you prone, but because you're considered one size difference at this point, yep. it cannot knock you prone. You're, you're going to be immune to the condition. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering if it did any pushback or something like that, trying to map out how I'm trying to work this. <laughs> so the first attack coming at you is the bite. Yep. Um, that is going to be a 35. Okay. You got two claw attacks. Yep. That is a 38. And a 35. Okay. And the horns. Another 38. I'm rolling really good with this dice. Mm -hmm. And then the tail. Uh, that's going to be a 34. So all those hit. Yep, they all hit. All right. That is going to be for the bite. Oh, I could hear him back there. Uh, 36, um, 64, 96. That's going to be a total of, well, we'll do each one. So that's going to be. 36 points of piercing damage from the bite. Okay, which is half to 18. Okay. Yep. Uh, 28 points of slashing from the first claw and 28 14. points of slashing from the second claw. Okay, 14. Uh, that's going to be 24 points of bludgeoning damage from the tail. Yep. And then well, 32 points from the horns. 16. Okay, uh, I'm going to map it out real quick. <laughs> that's because your armor is resistant, 30. correct? Uh, yes. Okay. Six, 18, all right, 56, 74. 30, 26, yeah, 74. Okay, still on your feet? Oh, yeah. Okay. It hurts, um, but I'm on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to stay engaged with you. I mean, you can try to move. I, I need, well, I need to roll a d6 for something else. Uh, the halfling is going to do action surge, and he's going to do it all over again. So another uh, bite coming your question. way. Question. Yeah. Uh, it's real quick because, uh, hang on, where'd it go? Shoot, I gotta see which one. Attack. That's attack roll. Sorry, one of these things lets me. Yeah. Uh, can I make that roll disadvantage? I'm gonna activate my storm roll. Storm rune. Uh, uh, so normally he gets advantage on his attacks. If you activate the rune, his action surge attacks will be at normal rolls because the disadvantage will cut it down to normal rolls. 
Okay, I was trying to re-roll the action surge, the the decision for action surge. Gotcha. Oh, there's it's not a decision. Oh, oh, you're talking about okay. I guess technically, well, so the action surge roll is an effect of the mantle. So okay. on a D6, if he gets a six, the mantle allows him to action surge. Gotcha. Okay. So, right. so I don't think the rune was. Des- I, I don't think that storm rune allows. Yeah. For no, that. it's not for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't think. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but yeah, so he'll be rolling straight then instead of advantage on me. Correct. Right. Okay. So first the bite. Ooh, twenty-one. Missed. Okay. Two claws. That's going to be a thirty-three and another twenty-one. Only one hit so far. Uh, the horns. Uh, the horns is going to be a 38, and the tail's yep. going to be a 36. Yep, three hits. Okay. So, 28 points of damage for the claw. So that's 14, yep. 32 points for the horns, and 16. 24 points for the tail. Uh, 24, 12. Okay, so that's math. 30, 42. All right. Okay. I'll yep. finish the terrace turn. Uh, Yellowgen, you are up with Tinkerfell. <laughs> All right. Let me see what I can do here. That doesn't I'm require groaning and in much pain. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you hear me better with my with my other mic now? Is this working? Better? Oh, yes. That, that is glorious. Thank cool, you. Cool, cool. All right. The only problem I had with your other microphone is it sounded like you were shouting at me. Yeah. And then um, what happened is I couldn't hear you because when ooh. you got a little too loud, it would then like disappear, like your voice would disappear. Uh-huh. Gotcha. All right, I'm looking at what I can do here. So concentration. Yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, concentration. What can I do without concentrating on things? <laughs> I mean, you can stop concentrating. That way, the Taras can swallow Horik a lot easier. Yeah, it seems like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Drax fought from the inside, right? Yeah, that's fair. Well, he thought he was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go inside. Oh. Sorry. The other unfortunate thing about breaking that is I haven't really had a chance to plot out my actions. Um, well, any healing you can provide. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot. Um, I know see what I can do for you because unfortunately none of my spells are healing um, that's literally just my okay what I can do is help you out a little bit here let me make absolutely sure yes okay oh and it's a bonus action oh no I'm going to use my action to unsling my uh, broken tusk off my chest, okay. and um, I'm going to blow the horde of the ancestral horde. I'm, which lets me summon three D four plus three berserkers. Um, I I had them in my notes as Loxodon because I'm a Loxodon. But let's see That's how many fair. I get. Okay, and, go for it. What did that? Okay. I just summoned 12, 12 Loxodon Berserkers. Oh, dang. Yeah. They're friendly to me and uh, will obey my commands because uh, I I meet their stat. 
So yeah, 12 Berserkers. Uh, I have no idea stats on those, so. Does it give it to you in the spell? It, let me pull it up again one more time because I don't think it did. And again, I'm sorry uh, beyond everything else that whole thing in my kitchen really distracted me. Uh... <laughs> oh, that kitty won. It got your attention. <laughs> it so I'm guessing it was the cat that broke the shell. No, 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 no. Like, I'll, I'll tell you about it. It doesn't say, it doesn't give them stats. It just says the statistics of a berserker. But yeah, um, I just Googled that real quick. Um, I actually may have the stats for that. Give me one sec. Uh, 13 armor class, 67 hit points, speed 30 feet, <laughs> initiative roll plus one. Uh, they have reckless. Uh, they can gain advantage on melee attacks. Uh, they attack with great axes, according to the random the D&D Beyond sheet melee weapon attack plus 5 to hit reach 5 feet uh, 1d12 plus 3 slashing damage mm-hmm. alright so I'm going to I assume they probably have summoning sickness but yeah I'm just going to kind of like draw my arm well, around they only like, have summoning sickness if it actually says so in the spell they do nothing okay I'm not used to spells I'm used to being purely physical everyone <laughs> Protect, it's like, help the, I'm, I'm sorry, dear, I never quite got your species. Help the big guy, the big one. Help wait, the, wait, not, there's, not, there, not the Tarrasque, not the Tarrasque, the, the, the non-Tarrasque big guy. <laughs> just attack the Tarrasque, that's enough, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that, just, that. yeah if, 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 if you can, like, get in there and, and, and attack the Tarrasque too. Like, I mean, you know, I, I didn't think I needed to be spelled out, but, you, you know, what, what, whatever, whatever. Okay, dearies. <laughs> And for my uh, bonus action, uh, I'm going to give Kurt as much uh, healing as I can. Give me one second here, and I'll roll those two up. Please, and thank you. Oh, God. So, too many things. <laughs> Level 20. Every round lasts twice as long, three times as long. <laughs> Especially if you have the former bard, now fighter, having to do math. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, I, you know, so the main reason math. why I wanted to have a little fun with this break, you know, between the holiday break that happened mm-hmm. last week, um, oh. you know, give you a real good vantage point of what you need to start planning for getting towards level 20. Yep. You know, getting to really know your characters makes a pretty significant difference. This is a, a not being a, a healer in anything in the past. If I crit on one of the, these recovery rolls, does it do anything, or is it just what? It's an attack roll, right? So that would double. It would yeah. Should it act like technically a, an attack roll, so that would be twi- uh, that would actually be thirty on that one. And let me roll that other one again. Okay. Uh, you're not gonna fucking believe this. I got it twice. You got sixty back. <laughs> Nice. Needed that badly. Thank you, sir. Sixty back. All right. Do you want to move at all, uh, Yellowjin? Um, I'm going to. Let's see. Let me get on here. Uh, I'm going to kind of move in. I I know you don't have enough tokens on there, whatever. I'm going to kind of disperse myself in my in my herd and try to make myself less of a target. Okay. I assume like they're spectral, but um, I don't know how much the Tarrasque does that. 
Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just a dozen Luxodon Berserkers yourself kind of crowd into the base of the creature, correct? So I'm just going to mix myself in there, but try to stick close to... Uh, okay. To... At the end of your turn, it's going to spend a legendary action to uh, take a claw swipe at one of your herd members. That will hit with a... 35 and that will be 28 points of damage to one of the herd members. So we got one down to 47. So 67 minus 28. Yeah. I heard 29. Yeah. 39. Yeah. I I misheard. That's all. Yep. All right. Uh, that'll finish his legendary action. Uh, did we lose Tinkerfoot? She's oh, there. There's Tinkerfoot. Tinkerfoot, you are up with Faye on deck. Hit something this time. <laughs> okay, I'm splitting my screen, so I don't know if my camera still show up. Um, yep, we still see ya. Yay. Okay, so I'm going to try. Let me switch over. Now, Am one of the things you could do as a barbarian is you could declare your attack to be reckless. That'll give you advantage on your attack, and I believe you get a, a plus 15, I think, or a plus 10 to the attack roll Ooh. with reckless. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let, me, let me pull uh, it in. Attacks have advantage till the start of the next turn. Or the opponents get a bonus. They get a they get a Plus bonus 10. against you, I think. Hang on. Yeah. I'm looking it up real quick. Reckless attack. Uh, yeah, because you throw. Yeah, so you can decide to attack recklessly. Gives you advantage on melee weapon attack. Well, you already have advantage. Everybody has advantage on attack rolls. Correct. Because I crit on the guy. She's oh, already that's got right. Advantage. Yeah. Okay, so that'd be waste. Yeah. Don't <laughs> reckless attack. You've already got advantage on the on the guy. Um, am I able to sneak past this toe without me noticing? Um. I mean, I don't think he cares if you choose to. Do you want to get to the rear? Is that the plan? I want to get like right there at one of his toes, like at the tip of it. Sure, I'll just make it easier for him to stop you. But yeah, go right for it. Oh, I didn't think that through. I didn't think that through. Um, I like, I let my choose a thought. Uh-oh. Internet goblins are attacking you, Imani. There you go. Now you're back. You said what? No. Um, yeah, I heard. <laughs> but I had a choice of thoughts like cut off the toe, and I'm invested now. So I'm gonna Yeah, try that's fine. Go ahead and take yeah. Go ahead and I'll I'll give you a chance if you get a natural twenty. So Go ahead and take both of your attacks with advantage because of uh, Horik's previous attack. Okay. Uh-oh. Damn internet goblins. It was a 30. Okay. Is it Kisumi? Yeah, but your Yeah, but your internet was lagging out. Yeah, it's not right out here. Yay for Um. Can you hear me now? Now we can. Yeah, yes, much better. There we go. Okay, I got a 30. <gasps> uh, 30 will definitely hit. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. 
near me. It's a 13. 13 points of damage. Go ahead, take your second attack. With advantage. With advantage. It's a 20. Oh, okay. What's it? How much is advantage? You roll twice and take the highest roll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, it's just both 24 at the same time. Cool, cool, cool. It's 24. <laughs> 24 to hit? Yep. And then bro. Uh, that'll just barely miss yes. as the armor class is a 25. So that, while your first strike oh <laughs> slams God. down into his foot, your second strike, like your weapon bounces off the the near mythical strength of its hide. You hit the nail. <laughs> you hit the toe, then you hit the nail. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> and that'll finish your turn, Tinkerfoot. <gasps> Tinkerfoot hit him in the foot. Oh. <laughs> That's where the name comes from. <laughs> yep. She's Tinkerfoot. Oh no, I picked up on it. <laughs> All right, Faye, you are up with Horik on deck. Okay. Um, did I hear you say that he had spent his last legendary resistance? No, he spent a secondary or his second legendary Third. resistance. He spent three, right? No, I or think what was he, the legendary action? It was, it was two for me, and then he burned one more at some point during the last round. No, that's a legendary action. It was a legendary action. Not reaction, but action. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's only he's only burned through two of them because of your polymorph. All right. I will do a mind spike on him at eighth level. Nice. Um, so he can uh, he can make a, a save uh, of wisdom save nineteen, and he'll make it at disadvantage because I'm spending a sorcery point. All right. <laughs> which is a regular save for him, which is not going to do any good. Because that is a flat 14. He has no bonus for his wisdom right. saves. Okay. Okay, so I will roll 10d8. I'll roll 9d8, sorry. 10d8? Holy. 9. 9d8? A mere 9d8. It's only 98. It's only, it's only going to be enough. 98. One, two, three. Too bad 98 could never be 98. Yeah. <laughs> Let the math rocks speak for themselves. Oh, this is. Okay, six plus four plus five plus three is 18. Plus nine plus 12, 18. So 18 plus 18. 36. Plus three is 39. 39. Any um, special effects? Mr. Rask gets a gentle little nosebleed from the mind sliver. <laughs> Just bellows and roars in pain. And as a, a bonus action, 
Um, Does that mind spike come with any like bonuses or just a hit? Uh, no, I mean, it's just a, a save, and then... I mean, there's no, like, incapacitation or anything like that, or... Make wisdom save, take damage. On a failed save, I know their location until the spell ends. Oh, okay. And he can't be hidden from me, but he's pretty big, so... Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, a couple <laughs> hundred feet. He's a pretty big dude. He's, he's a hundred feet tall. invisibility. <laughs> so, yeah, he's... He's a big dude. Um, and can, can I fly within 30 feet of the halfling. I have 70 feet of movement, so I think I might be able to. You're currently 70 feet up, so you're gonna fly 70 feet over. Yeah, I'm 90 feet up, so I'd be flying towards him. Oh, that's right, you're 90 feet up. Yeah. So that would put you right there. Okay. And can I, um, so I have an ability called telepathic speech where as a bonus action, I can choose a creature within 30 feet of me and speak telepathically to them. Um, can I try and like basically intimidate him, like get in his mind and- The halfway? Yeah. Yeah, give me an intelligence save when you do that. Okay. That's not my strength. Uh, it's a 17. Uh, okay, you're going to take half damage. Okay. So you take half of 31 points of psychic damage. Okay. And you connect with the halfling. He is screaming in terror. Oh. Almost he feels like he's dying. And the psychic shockwave of you connecting with him while he's wearing the mantle nearly does your own mind in. You do not get the feeling that he's in control, that the mantle itself is actually in control. Oh, shoot. Um, all right, I'm just gonna, if I can, I'll just scream to the group. He's not in, the halfling's not in control. It's the mantle. We need to get the mantle. Okay. So as a free action, you scream that out to everybody. At the end of your turn, he's gonna take a second legendary action and do a tail swipe at the berserker, um, berserker mob that is now mobbing around him. Uh, that's going to be a 24, which will hit. And that is going to be... Do, do why did that page go away? That's funny. Um, that's going to be 24 points of bludgeoning damage to one of the members of the Berserker mob. You're on mute. I, are you pick, I'm just curious. Are you picking the... Uh, no, the you, can, you can displace it any way you want. That way, if you want the... You know, if you add up the pool of, you know, 12 members, okay. you could shift it around. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go with another one. So okay. I, what, the one that didn't get injured last time. I yeah, say. as long as you're keeping track, I'm just going to dole uh, it out. Okay. Let me give a notepad open here. Okay. All right. Uh, that'll finish its legendary action. Uh, I'll finish phase turn as well. Um, Hork, you are up. And then uh, Pinky is on deck for the start of round four. All right, let me take those down. And we will not be taking a break tonight. So if you guys dirt, because these are longer rounds. Yep. If yep, you want to yep, go get a drink on. or use the bathroom, just jump on up, you know, and, and do it when you need to. I'm going to go on and roll out the 4d4 uh, for okay. my regular attack for the four attacks. Okay. Yuck. Two of those missed. Two hit, two missed. Okay. 
Um, because I the, so it's a twenty-seven and a thirty-two. The other two definitely missed. Okay. All right. And go. See if I can put anything, put any, put any sweetness on this. So those are those will be forty fours for each of those hits. That's two, twelve plus nine is twenty-one plus eleven okay. is. Hang on, <laughs> no thirty-two on that hit. Okay. And then uh, re-roll those. There we go. Ten, eighteen, twenty-nine. And I'm gonna use because I got with giant's might on one of those. Uh, I can add a D10 to that okay. swing, which is a measly three. So make that one also. Just going to make that one a 32, even them out for us. Um, and uh, sorry, where do I have this bad boy in there? Uh, now I'm going to invoke um, the fire rune on a hit, which is going to give me two extra d6 attack uh, to summon fiery shackles. Uh, and has to make a dc18 save strength saving throw. Oh, that's its bread and butter. I know. Uh, that is going to be a 26. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, see, it takes two six fire damage and must succeed. Yeah. So the 2d6 fire damage still hits. It just doesn't get restrained. Gotcha. And that's, so that's three again. Great roll on that one. So that would be 67, uh, 67. Damage. Uh, let me go on an action surge. My second how action much, surge. How much fire damage did he take? Uh, it was three fire damage. Okay, which he'll... He's immune to fire, so you notice that the okay. fire... Okay, so then you go back to... Okay, so then that's 64 then. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll go on an action surge, and... So I'll burn up my last action surge. Okay. Where... There you are. Take that off. Before more attacks. Go for it. Uh, I got a 20 again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the... Uh, I don't know if you can... Uh, here. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. If, if, just, you, you, know, if you roll 16 D20s, eventually the likelihood get is the yeah. random number generator is going to pop twice. Right. And so with that, I'm going to re-roll one of those because one of them definitely didn't hit. One did yeah. hit. The, the other two did hit. So three, the nat 20 plus the two others hit and one was a nat one. So okay. I'll re-roll that one. It's a 12, so that's going to hit also. That's because that's uh, 29. <laughs> okay. okay, so that's four more hits. Plus the one of those was the special fancy boy. Uh, so we're going to roll eight for that critical. I'll roll the critical one first, which is 8d6. Correct. Yep. All right. 10... 
20, 31, 36, plus, so that's 47. Okay. All right, that's 47 for that. First for the critical smack. Didn't roll as well that time. And 1728. Second swing. And everyone has advantage again on melee attacks against this guy, or on attacks against this guy. Uh, that's 29. 27. And uh, as my bonus action, I'll go on and roll. Another attack, because uh, of the crit. Okay, um, and, and action surge is not a bonus action, right? No, action surge. Okay. Is not, it's just it's just a thing. Yeah, it's a feat. It's a feature. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. it's a feature for fighters. I always yeah. forget about that. And that was a thirty-six to hit. So yep, that'll hit one off. If you know, if I had keen edge or something, that would have been another crit. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, that is 8 plus 8 is 16 27 alright so that was I already told you 64 from the first 4 swings Correct. 2 hit that was yep. 64 uh, do you want me to just give you the next total together or 64 add to the rest of the total uh, I've already got the 64 down you got the 64 down I, okay, uh, right. I also have 47 28 29 27 and then another so, 27. And then another 27. Yeah, so that totals up, let's see, 64, 111, 139, 168. I think you did almost another 265. Uh, uh, not quite, but over 200 for sure. So, <laughs> uh, 195, 232. Yep, that's what I yep. got. 232? 232. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled another six. Okay, so at the end of your turn, it's going to use oh. its last legendary action to tail swipe you. Yep. Um, that is going to be a 33, so that's going to be 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. So that's 12... Have to get to 12. All right. That finishes the round. We're at the top of the fourth round. Pinky, you are up with the Tarrasque on deck. Okay. So you're currently up on its back, about 20 feet behind the halfling target. You can see that Horik is the main, like, he's keeping the Tarrasque engaged. You feel like that in the long run, the physical proudness of the Tarrasque is probably going to win no matter what you do. Um, but because of Horik's ability to keep it focused on him, he's not really doing much to anybody else. You could also see that um, uh, Yelijin, um has uh, swarmed some Luxodon Berserkers up into its path, and Tinkerfoot has directly engaged it. And now floating in front of the Great Head, you could see... Faye, as she's getting ready to do 
what you know but then you hear Faye yell something about it's the mantle not the halfling and you hear her yell out that the mantle should be the focus so I'm going to uh, first of all make sure that I'm like holding tightly to the grass okay I'm a little bit underneath I would like to try and um, use Eldritch uh, Eldritch blast okay um specifically at the mantle but also to kick it off the terrace to because he seemed uh is there any chance because um of phase uh engagement with him he is distracted is there any chance I could use that for an advantage what's your passive perception uh my passive perception is uh sorry where do I see my It'd be under your saves if you're looking at it. It'd be under your saves, yeah. Okay, so I have um, that thing. Okay, so my passive perception is 11, but my passive wisdom is 23. Is okay, that- yeah, we'll go. We'll go with your passive wisdom. We'll say that you notice that the halfling, like the mantle, is like formed into its body, and you also notice that the halfling is partially amalgamated or formed into the armor of ter- the Tarrasque. It feels like a symbiotic, physical kind of outcome right now. He is melted into it. The mantle's melted into him. His pulsing orange eyes, it doesn't seem like distraction matters to him. He is focused in a very catatonic way. So I guess I would try to blast towards the feet. And see if I can kind of kick him off this way. Yeah, go for it. Let's do the whole thing. So. (laughs) That's so funny, Alexa. I can hear him. He's amped up over there. (laughs) I accidentally rolled for damage. I'm amped up over here. Didn't. Okay, so 15. Uh, 15 to hit? Yeah. Yeah, you watch as you blast one of the legs off of the halfling. It goes twirling away and kind of like lands on the Tarrasque and you watch as it just kind of liquefies and gels and reattaches to the halfling. Dang it. Okay, I didn't want to do it, but I'll do it. Um, it can I use my bonus action. Um, to run over to the halfling and I'm just gonna take it to my own hands and try and forcibly knock him Removing yeah. the mantle is an action yeah. trying to remove the mantle. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna run closer to him but still try to stay as hidden as I can. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, he would never know you're there. So oh, if you okay. just wanna... I mean, he's catatonic. It, it, the, the the mantles overcome him. Um, I mean, basically, it's just it's going to take an action for you to try to rip the mantle off of his body. But you already did your action. Yeah. So. Um, uh, okay. So I'm just going to run towards it. Uh, well, you're ready to do it next round. <laughs> It's true. Okay. 
a genuine question. <laughs> My other object is the chime of opening. Do you think this will open to the chime? No, right? What does the chime of opening do? Um, a hollow metal tube measured about one foot long, weighs about uh, strikes. Uh, it is an action, so it doesn't matter, but it's um, door, lid, lock. So it opens doors, lids, and locks. I mean, you could always try, see what happens during your next turn. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to try and stabilize myself. Can I use the bonus action just to stabilize myself uh, and make sure that I'm a little bit... Sure, I'll say you use your bonus action to keep from having to make a athletics or acrobatics check. You're just kind of holding on to the Tarask while you're behind the halfling. Yeah, thanks. Uh, we'll okay. That will finish your turn. Um, I rolled a d6 on the bonus on the action surge for the mantle, which will be its mm -hmm. last action surge. So there are ten attacks coming. Yep. Um, as a Boric. Yep. As a reaction on the first one, okay. on the first attack, uh, I would like to invoke the stone rune. Okay. Uh, or, well, I don't know when a creature was... I has to end his turn. Okay, never mind. I have to wait till he ends his turn. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. So the... Does he still have disadvantage, or is he... Or is that just last round? Uh, That was the... Which one, one of the runes. That, that, yeah, gave that him was the... She, the storm room? There you go. Storm room. Uh, How long does it last? Attack roll, save just, I can use my reaction. I have to use my reaction to do it. I have to use a reaction to make it, to, to invoke the rune. Gotcha. Or, well, I've, in, I've invoked the rune. Well, let me read it. Okay. You can invoke the rune as a bonus action to enter a prophetic state or until your incapacity until state ends. When another creature you can see within 60 feet of you makes an attack roll, saving throw, or an ability check, you can use reaction to cause the roll to have advantage or disadvantage. Gotcha. It lasts for a minute. So is that a single but, attack roll? It just says an attack roll, yeah. So it'd be a single attack roll, but I haven't used the reaction for it, so. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So that's, uh, first the bite coming at you. Yep. Uh, that is a 36. Okay. Two claws. 18. 36. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, 30 for the claws. Okay. The horns. 36. Uh, the tail, um, 34. So that's going to be. So that's the, the first before action surge. Yeah. Correct. So that's going to be a 36 for the bite. Okay. 28 twice for claws. So 28 and 28. Okay. 32 for the horns and 24 for the tail. All right. Yep. They all hit. Well, that was damage. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Down. Well, I just wrote off you as damage. I got you. Okay. All right. Hang on. Let me. One second. 18, 14, 14, 16, 12. Okay. Okay. Are they still up? Yep. I'm still up. Oh. Uh, not, not by a lot, but I'm still up. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be a 27 for the bite. Okay. Um, 38 for a claw. Okay. Um, 27 for a claw. Okay. Um, that is going to be 37 for the horns. Okay. 
and 31 for the tail. Okay, yep, they all hit. Okay, same damage you got before, because I'm using averages. Okay. 28, so that's 40, 56, 74. Okay, uh, I'm down, but... Uh, I'm down, but I come back with one. So it takes me all the way down to zero. Okay. But I pop back up with one because I have Indomitable. All right. Oh, nice. Uh, or Relentless Endurance. Sorry, rather. There we go. Yeah. So Relentless Endurance puts me back up. But also, Orcish Fury, uh, when I pop back up from that, I get an immediate attack. Immediately go after you it. use Relentless Endurance trait, you can use a reaction to make one weapon attack. Keep in mind, you're back to normal size now. Because uh, when you go unconscious, all the spell effects end because you go unconscious. Your relentless allows you to then get one hit point back. Um, would that still with mine? Because um, no, that's both. Okay, you're so you're no longer concentrating, and whatever um, you use to enlarge yourself, Horik, uh, also faded as well. Okay, Giant's Might doesn't mention that on it. Others that I have do mention Incapacitated. That one didn't. So what does is, so is Giant's Might say? Giant's... Okay, I'll read it out. Uh, you have learned how to imbue yourself with the Might of Giant's. As a bonus action, you magically gain the following benefits, which last for one minute. If you're smaller than large, become large. Uh, or, in this case, huge, because I've got the, the level 18 bonus to it. Makes me huge. How do you uh, invoke Giant's Might? It was a bonus action on the first round. Yeah, but how do you invoke it? You activate it? Is it a spell effect? It just effect? says you a... imbue yourself with the might of giants. It doesn't say spell effect. It's a rune knight feature. Okay, so and... it's a rune knight feature. Yep. Okay. But I'll, it doesn't... Let you, I'll let it... you keep your large effect. but uh, So it would be huge size, yeah. Fades. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. huge, but not, yeah, huge, but not, uh, uh, huge, but not, not Blade colossal. Is, Blade is like, can you add another Tarask? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, I don't think they need another Tarask. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, to answer your question, Eric, no, you didn't attack with them or you didn't tell them to attack or uh, okay. roll your cool. attack. I'm, I'm yeah. used to those. Okay. All right. Yeah. If they've only had like one turn, right? Yeah. They're summoned to turn. Okay, so I'm down back down to two hit dice on this one now, right? So that Correct. would be, yeah, or, or not hit, but two uh, damage dice. Okay, Correct. that's fine. All right, all right, and I roll with advantage because uh, uh, it's not my turn. No, the Tarask is just just finished up. Right. Well, yeah, it's not. It's, yeah, and with my hit, it yeah, it's not my turn yet. So. Yep. All right. Uh, and that's a. Well, do you get it as a reaction? It's as I. It just. I'll read it. I'll read the. Uh, like when so, it says that you drop to one and or you drop to zero, you immediately jump. I up. drop to zero. I pop back up with one. Yeah. So when you are reduced to zero HP but not killed, you can drop to one HP instead per long rest. That's relentless endurance. Uh. So no, I didn't actually go down. I'm sorry. Does that uh, did I read that wrong? So when you reduce to zero HP but not killed. And I wasn't killed because you right, didn't well, over my max. Zero is or you dropped to one instead. Yeah, so I dropped Remember, to one. Zero is unconscious. So you you drop. So you drop to zero, which is an unconscious state. Relentless allows you to immediately 
become uh, one hit point. Well, it says and drop to one instead. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So it doesn't well, say it's not drop instead. You do both. You do both. Well, it says it says instead. Yeah, so I have a hard time with that self. one. I, but I, I'm, I'm okay to I'm okay to read your way. That's that's not a problem. Yeah, I, I've yeah. always been very very adamant <laughs> about relentless. You go unconscious. I just want to stay. I just want to stay colossal side. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> but it also orcish fury attack immediately after you use your relentless endurance trait. Right. Uh, you can use your reaction to make one weapon attack. Right. Yeah, so I'm not even going to bother you. I'm not going to do that. Reaction yes. if you want to do that. Nope, I'm not going to use okay. that as my reaction. Right. Instead, so gonna... instead, I'm going to use uh, my uh, stone room because his turn just ended, right? Correct. So I'm at one HP and I'm using my stone room. When a creature you can see ends its turn within 30 feet of you, you can use reaction to force the creature to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 18. Okay. Uh, unless the save succeeds, the creature is charmed by you for one minute. While charmed, it has a speed of zero, incapacitated, descending into a dreamy stupor. It repeats the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. Once you invoke this rune, you can't do it again to another short rest or long rest. So we got to make a DC um, it, is, um, it is immune to charm, frightened, paralyzed, and poisoned. Ooh. That was a good call, though, because its wisdom sucks. I know. And that's the only thing. Your, uh, to answer your question earlier, Faye, I think you were right. He does only have one legendary resistance left. Ah, okay. He has one left. Because he originally started with three. He's burnt through two. And I've always used the rule that when they're down to their last one, I always call it out and let everyone know he's down to one legendary resistance. All right, that finishes his turn. Uh, Yellowjin, you are up. You're no longer concentrating on the enlarge effect on Hork, but Hork is. Unless you is, want to do it again. Yeah, unless you want to do it again, Hork is in front of you still. Hork, looking very, very, very. Rough. very rough. You saw me. You <laughs> saw me get like all but obliterated. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a couple of punches again just to do that. So I'm going to use my bonus action first here. Uh, give me one Thank second you. so you'll get those. All right. Very first one is 13. Is this for your mercenary mob? No, this is for me. This He's is uh, punching okay. I'm, I'm punching him with my, with oh, my healing. healing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Go yeah, for so it. So the second one was a 14. All right, for my mob, how does that work? Like, is that an action for me to do to direct them? Or it's how? a bonus. It would be a bonus action for you to. So, if they're on your same initiative, so right? It doesn't say anything about that because uh, then I'm roll a d twenty and we'll put them on a different initiative. Okay, give me a second. I'll yeah, roll. yeah, roll a d twenty. Uh, well, I assume we're gonna do it as a group because with twelve of them would be insane. Correct. You'll be able to roll twelve attacks at once. That's fine. Yeah. So, Okay, they're, they got a 17 initiative, so they actually go slightly before me. But yep, which, so go ahead and roll them first. So go ahead and... Okay, um, I'm going to have all 12 of them attack the Tarrasque. Okay. Their initiative 12, 12. is plus one, two, also. Oh, okay. So 18. So, 18. Yeah. Right. 18. <laughs> so let me find... I hope I didn't close it, but the, uh, the Berserker... If you go to Discord, it's got your stat block in Discord. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yep. Sorry. It's not been a fun night for some of this random crap for me. <laughs> No, I know, especially when your kitchen tries to kill you. Their yeah. attacks, their attacks are all plus five. Okay, attacks are all plus five, and so one d twelve plus three slashing damage. Okay, 
So, and, oh, God, when is their... Okay, so. uh, at the start of their turn, they can gain advantage on all melee attack rolls also if you use Reckless Trait for them. Okay. We might as well. I mean, there's Spectral Trait, so... Yeah, I'll read the stat blocks for you to help you out. <laughs> okay, so I got 12 of these. I'll roll 12d20 uh, for these guys. With advantage, uh, right? Is it? If you well, use yeah, it Reckless, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you want to use up what you got with these guys. I mean, right. <laughs> please. <laughs> because okay. someone take you know, its attention the... away. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to roll the first 12 and we'll see what we get here. This is going to be fun. So, all right. Let's make a list here. <laughs> <laughs> it pops uh, up as you rolled 108. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was hoping it would give me a list there. So give me a minute because uh, this is, I'm going to have to do these. Like, I'm going to go to Google for this just so they're visible. <laughs> yeah, it, it just Google. added them all up. Instead of showing Google. you the individual, always with Google. I mean, you could you could just have like a an actual die in your hand. Yeah, but the problem is I, I don't that would take absolutely forever. But I just roll like twelve d You got this. Eight. Nine, okay, so I'm actually going to do a roll here. All uh, right, and you said that they get uh, advantage if they're being reckless, right? Correct. Yes, they get advantage with reckless. Because they're reckless. Oh All man, right. look at me! I have eleven d twenty d twelve d twenties. Oh wait, if I count my mini one, I have twelve. If I count my little bitty one, I have twelve. No, squinting your rolls doesn't count. That's just bad. It's, it's bad a form. mini. It's, it's a little form. It's a baby. See it? Yeah, I it's see it. Baby. Okay, it's one of squinting. them critted. I, I'm still typing out my list of uh, of roles here, so this is okay. taking a second. But one of them has critted, so he is not going to re-roll that. I'm going to make it easy on you. Uh-huh. It takes a 25 or higher to hit it. Okay, so one of them absolutely does anyway, so... Right. All right. Um, they have to crit to hit, then, if that's the case, because they got okay. a plus five to hit, right? Yes. Yeah, they have okay. a plus five to hit, so the only the one that crit hit right now. Okay. So we'll get him out of there. Uh, we'll roll these other ones, and let's see what we get. Uh, another one has critted, so we have two hits. Two hits. Okay. And let's find what they're... I know you have the stats posted, but... Yeah, just, yep. yep. So it's, it's, in, uh, it's uh, plus D12 plus three, yeah. All right, one D12 plus three doubled. So two D12 plus three. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we will go ahead and roll that down. Okay, so that is a 23 damage and a 21 damage. Okay. We'll say the mob of Luxodon are just swarming it, hacking into it, climbing up to its ankle, like swarming all around it. Meanwhile, Tinkerfoot's like just steadily chopping away. (laughs) I want this toe. If I had a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a hammer. Really big hammer. All right. So that was your mercenary mob. Now, Uh what is uh, Yelgen doing? Okay. I already called a bonus action for what I did earlier. Yeah. You bonus action heal Horik at this point. You have your action and your move. Okay. Um, Am I, how, I assume I'm within 60 feet of the Tarrasque, right? Yep. You're within 15 okay. feet. Okay, cool. Uh, let me see if I can do that. I think I can do that as a bonus. Or, is that considered an attack? I believe it is. But let's take a look here. 
Yeah, uh, that is a spell attack, so I can absolutely do that. Have you considered a spell attack? Okay. All right. Um, The very first thing I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to reduce the uh, the dress size. So he okay. has to make a, uh, let's see, I believe it's a dexterity roll, but let me take a look. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a con save of 14. Con save of 14. And it's con, con and strength are its bread and butter. Yeah. So con is going to be a natural 20 plus 10, 30. Oof. Okay, so that did not work. Uh, I don't think it does anything. Okay, our success has no effect. All right. Um... So that was your action bonus action? Oh, you got that was my action, move. so um, I can still move. Um, Correct. Um, Earthen, does it... Keep in mind, it does have a reach of 15 feet, so if you move, it can use its reaction to take a swipe at you. You're fine. Um, Earthen, do you have any... uh, Is anybody being affected by anything? Uh, Like, any uh, any conditions, basically? Well, I mean, she's raging, but... Oh, well, I I mean, conditions that we want to avoid. No. No. Okay. So, that's fine. Um, Outside of near death. (laughs) Outside of of PTSD... Uh, post-Tarask stress disorder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. finish your turn, or are you moving? I, I'm almost positive that I am not. One second. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm moving anywhere. We'll go. Okay. I'm just checking to see if I can do it. Tinker Foot, you are up with Faye on deck. Okay. And you have advantage on your attacks if you make any attacks. So did I at least get the toe, or is it just... Uh, it's a pretty big toe. <laughs> a natural 20 will lop it off, but other than that, you're just doing damage to its foot. A natural 20. Um, yeah, okay. I'll still go for it. All right, two attacks with advantage. I'm so dead set on it now. <laughs> Go walking into the drinking tavern with Tarasco wrapped around here. It's a 24. Uh, 24 will just barely miss. Go ahead and take your second attack. Did you attack with advantage? You rolled double or just single? I did not. I rolled single. Okay, so roll, roll again. again. Is that for yeah. both rolls? Or just- yeah, for both okay. rolls. Both rolls, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Cool, cool, cool. Advantage. The second one is a 20, so it hit even with. Okay, so the first attack is a myth. Uh, The weapon bounces off the natural armor of the Tarasque. Please just let it be a natural 20. What'd you get? None of it will hit. None of them hit? The second one was an 18. Yeah, while while you're watching all the Luxodons swarm around you you're just hacking away at this armored toe and each time it's like sparks coming off as you can't quite get through 
the the natural hide of the creature. You still have a I bonus so action. So anything, I know you're raging. Is there anything your bonus action can do other than rage? Let's see. Frenzy attack. While you frenzy, you can make a single weapon attack as a bonus action for each one of your turns after this one. Mm, nothing that'll really help me. Bonus in the action. I, I think you can bonus if you frenzy. Uh, your bonus action gives you an extra attack. Oh, okay. Then I'll just do that. Yeah, and that and that's with advantage because technically any yep. attacks made Still on it advantage. are with advantage. Yep. yep. Okay. But so technically, with your bonus action, you get three attacks per round. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So does that go this one or the next turn? This this turn. Okay. Go ahead and give yourself one more attack with advantage. Please. Hit something. <laughs> oh my god. I think it's the size of an apartment building. Hit it. <laughs> it I feel like you're Lancelot with the sword hitting the castle right now. <laughs> What'd you get? Yeah, I am. It's a 23 and it won't hit. Oh, oh, oh so close. <laughs> if this was a regular game, my rolls would just be amazing. <laughs> would you be standing? You would have already banished it by now if this was a regular game. Banishing it would have sent that up with Horica. Oh, I'm sorry. At the end of Tinkerfoot's turn, um, the Taras is going to use all three legendary actions um, and attempt to swallow one of the mercenary forms. Um, I need the mercenary to make a strength saving throw, please. All right, let me pull the uh, the guy up here. To what's, uh... Okay, they have so a plus three. three. Yeah. Okay. One second. 20. Yeah, I fail. That's a 10. <laughs> so he will take 56 points of piercing damage. He's swallowed and is currently sitting inside of a stomach full of acid. Well, I mean, um, there's spectral, so I mean. <laughs> go ahead and give me a con save. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you just make it one of the ones that already got injured. I was going to say, I'm just going to make it dead. one of the, uh, one of the guys one. that got yeah. injured. So, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yep, so you're down out. to 11 of your mercenaries. That's fine. Um, but that will use up all of his legendary actions for the for the turn. Uh, Faye, you are up with Hork on deck. All right. Um, I'm going to fly 30 feet straight forward and try and rip the mantle off this guy if I can. Okay, so you're going to fly up and hover in front of it while Pinky is behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, give me a strength check. Please. Okay. Uh, a strength check. Yep. Uh, that's going to be a seven. Seven. So as you touch it and you try to rip it off, I need you to make an intelligence save, please. Okay. That's going to be an eight. An eight. You are going to take 36 points of psychic damage. Okay. And you are currently stunned until the beginning of the creature's next turn. Okay. Does that mean that? (laughs) Does that mean that I can't take a bonus action? I assume yes, right? Correct. Yeah, you are now stunned. All right. In that case, I'm done. All right. That'll finish Faye's turn. 
Uh, Hork, you are up, and then we'll be at the top of the fifth round. Okay. P- Pinky on deck. So I have a question. Uh-oh. Uh, that would If I was to... Would the Terask understand drop as let go of the crown? Would it, like would it be would it consider itself holding the crown? So the challenge you have is that you think the Tarask is sentient while others engaging the halfling know otherwise. You would have heard Faye yell to focus on the mantle. Um you're not entirely sure because I mean well, if I sh- said drop, would it drop the the whole no the halfling? I mean, you could try. Like, would it be? Would it consider carrying the halfling? I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to use my uh, one of my fancy runes and okay. command the Tarasque. Okay. That's a wisdom fourteen. Okay. It is currently immune to command because of the mantle. So I'll say that when you use the rune. You get the feeling, since you finally use something that lets you understand their kind of relationship, the relationship feels symbiotic. In truth, you're all beginning to realize the mantle is what's in control right now. Okay. Um, is So it's been biting at me, so it's down like at my level, right? It's not up in the air as it is right now. I mean, or is you it- know... It's thrashing about. I mean, well, I'm technically, want, you're. I'm wanting to jump on the bastard's head. I'm wanting to jump on him. Jumping on his head's going to be a little bit too high, but you could certainly try to climb up onto his arm. Okay, even. Uh, it's, so, how hard is too hard? I have phenomenal athletics. Um, he's currently 75 feet up in the air to jump on his head. I have a plus 15 to athletics. How much would that give me on a jump? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I have phenomenal athletics. Yeah, I keep forgetting we're playing level 20. (laughs) Um, Like, and I'm I'm also uh, a huge size as well. Yeah, I'm looking for the jump. Um, Jumping is what I want. Because I mean, it's—I I realize it's not a normal action, but at the same time, if I've got the, I'm—I'm I'm very athletic. No, no, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Trying to find. Um. You know, D and D Beyond sucks. They just fucking their search algorithm fucking sucks. Uh, those P- those developers at D&D Beyond should be embarrassed. Their search algorithm is so crappy. I'm going to the Colville guide. Right now, uh, so D&D and Beyond is watching It keeps pulling the spell jump when I look for jump. I know. It's yeah. stupid, right? Yeah. Hang on. Sources. Player's Handbook. So it's your character strength score and uh-huh. occasionally includes athletic check if you want to clear obstacles. Da, 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 da. Um, so it's your... If you've got a strength score of 15, you could jump a total of 15 feet. 
I have a strength score of 29. Um, so you could jump around it to 30 feet. Well, hold on. If you're trying to make a long... So there's a difference between a long jump and a standing positional jump. So... Um, so high jump, I think, is what we're looking for, right? Because yep. you're going straight up. So yep. you can jump three plus your strength modifier. So your okay, strength modifier is 12. 15. Strength modifier is uh, plus 18, actually. Sorry. So oh, wait. Strength, mo strength modifier. Sorry. Strength modifier is plus nine. Plus nine. So that's 27 feet. Okay. So I could jump straight up 27 feet. Is that enough to grab the head? To get onto the head? Like to grasp the head? I'll make it just enough for you to grab onto the lower jaw. The lower jaw? But, okay. Yeah, like you're grabbing onto the lower jaw to get up to that point. Okay, so would that be my bonus action to, to do that? Guys, my action was command, right? Um, no, that's just your movement to do that. But take your full movement. movement to do that. Yeah. Okay. So now you have, and your bonus action was failed command, so you got action left. Well, my action, my uh, command was my action. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was your bonus action. Uh, it's a rune. It's a rune. Oh, activation. it's a rune. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so yep. yeah, so all you got left is your bonus action. Okay. Uh, then, and that, if that's the case, I'm just going to hunker down, hold on tight, and uh, I'm going to use second wind. It's going to be 1d10 okay. plus 20 HP. Go for it. Yep. I'll take us to the top of the fifth round. Pinky. 24. You're up with the Tarask on deck. And you just watched Faye try to grab onto the armor and rip it off. And as she did, energy coursed through her senator body. And you watched as like blood began to leak through her nose, eyes, and ears. She took psychic damage, and she was unable to rip it off the halfling's body. And she's now kind of like quivering like uh, in front of the halfling, stunned with the failed attempt to rip it off the halfling's body. Yikes. <laughs> but I'm very, very weak. <laughs> I have um, a super odd question. Uh, hmm. But go ahead, go ahead with your stuff. It, it'll it'll be on his turn, on the Tarasque turn. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so I have two features. I have so many questions this time around. I'm sorry, but no, I get it. It's like it, it, you guys are beginning to realize it's the mantle that's the focus of all this, and it's it's a tricky object to deal with. So I have um, use magic device in a feature, which means. Um, you ignore all class, race, and level requirements to use a magic item. Alongside with um, uh, uh, Eldric Invocations, which means you learn fragments of forbidden knowledge that imbues you with um, an abiding magical ability. Can I kind of use both of them to get a sense of what I'm dealing with and what its weakness might be? Yeah, as an action you do that? Because that, that's a genius move. That's a super genius move. Yeah, I'll do it as an action, but I okay. wanted to, to blast. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so you invoke the ability, and you gently lay your hand on the mantle. And as you do, an image blossoms in your mind. <laughs> Just blossoms. And you could see the god that was cast out that built the device. So you could see the point of him, like gathering up the components and material to build it. The hundred years it took to do the ceremony and the enchantments to infuse it 
the magical principles and properties of what the god intended it to be used for. As the full revelation of the World Eater mantle is laid out in front of you, it once attuned to somebody who wears it, they become an extension of the god Corlos. The god Corlos is a creature of wisdom, strength, and he is very much, or they are very much a god obsessed with remaking worlds. Their weakness seems to be a measure of intelligence and their charisma. And you get the feeling that if you have a charisma-based spell that allow you to challenge the mantle being attached to the halfling, that might give you the edge that you're looking for. Huh. And as a free action, you could yell all that information out to everybody nearby. Oh, thanks. I, I yell mm-hmm. all of this out. Okay. <laughs> what does that all mean, things. all of she's, this out? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> she's using the Vulcan mind meld to touch the, the armor. So, I don't know if that could be, it probably cannot be counted as a bonus action, but I'm going to try anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> any chance I can just... Because uh, I'm short, I'm too short, you know, I can probably reach to the feet and at least try to, like, get him disconnected from, like... Well, remember, you're a gnome, he's a halfway. Oh, you're right. You're not that different in height. God Only dear. maybe by about six to eight inches. The one time being short would have been a good thing. <laughs> um, okay. Would it be difficult to throw this halfling off the terrace without touching the You mantle. could try to budget. It's lower part of its body is fused into the <clears throat> like into the skin and armor of the terrace, but you could try to so you could wedge it out of the, the of the terrace and toss it off if you want to. But every time you shoot it that, leg, unfortunately it, that's you know. an action to do that because that'd be a grapple. Yeah. <clears throat> um is there any bonus action I can use to prepare that action as far as not really it's just a matter of like steadying yourself getting ready to try to rip the halfling off of the Tarasque's head okay I'll just um sorry one sec Oh, um, forgive me. Um, I, again, okay. now use this. Have we determined that the um, the mantle is magically bonded to the to the halfling, or is it just being worn? So it's it's bonded. That would have been what Faye yelled out previously. Okay. okay. Wait. Okay. So in my bonus actions, I have cunning action. You can take okay. bonus action on each of your turns to take dash, disengage, or hide action. Uh, in fast hands, you can use a bonus action granted by your cunning action to make a sleight of hands check. Use your thieves' tools to disarm, trap, or open a lock. Okay. Um, can I use fast hands just to try and kind of scrape him off the Tarasque? It's, it's pushing it a little bit. Yeah, I'm- I mean... Uh, uh, no matter what, you have to grapple him is the problem. 
to be able to do this. Um, okay, then I'll just, you know, settle myself on the thing, so if he jumps, I hopefully won't be thrown off. (laughs) If he jumps, all of you are in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I might be okay. No, 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 forget I said that. And I like, Pork's like, oh, might be okay. It's being swung on the lower jaw of the Tarrasque. Look, I've got a fantastic grip, okay? <laughs> um, so the Tarrasque is definitely um, uh, deterred by the um, the mercenaries. So he's going to take all five I also attacks. didn't attack it that round, so. Well, yeah, I mean, right now it's, 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 it's defending itself against the mercenaries. So the mercenaries hey, uh, are all going to get... Sorry, yeah. What was the uh, what was the Trask's initiative? I don't recall if my guys go before or after him. Uh, his initiative is twenty one. Okay, good. Cool. Um, so that that's gonna be a twenty six, a twenty eight, twenty eight, thirty one, and a natural twenty on your Trask's, or I'm sorry, on your mercenaries. I have a question. Mm-hmm. With bite. Um. Well, I guess it would mean if he was trying to bite and swallow. This is where my question was coming on his turn. If it's a bite and swallow, um, could I cloud rune that bite to have him bite the 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 halfling? That'd be physically impossible. I mean, Cloud Room <laughs> redirects an attack to something else, right? Yeah, but I mean, so how would be this like, fight gonna? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm like, I'm thinking you you saw like uh you saw uh what's it called um the across the Spider Verse the Spot guy, right? I like I'm imagining Cloud Room is like is like the Spot guy. Like I open a spot and it just. Rawr, but the spot then opens up above it and it. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. Kind of like a. Fantasy physics alternate. It's like portal. Uh, yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah, kind of portaling, yeah. Okay. Um, because sure. he's not, like, on the nose, right? So, in theory, it's a big mouth and a small gnome. Or a small okay. halfling. So, he's going to take his attacks on the mercenaries first. Yep. So... There should be four of those, right? Because the, the bite would be the fifth attack. Or is that... So, that's five attacks. He's doing five attacks yeah. on the mercenaries. Yep. Um, he's doing a bite, two claws, a, uh, um, the horn, and the tail. Yep. So, the tail got a crit, so we'll start with that one. Okay. Um, that's 48 points of damage to the mercenaries, um, Eric. Or okay, so one of those Elgin. guys is gone. Okay. Uh, okay. For the horns, it's 32. Okay. For the claw, it's 28 and 28. And then for the bite, it's 36. So I think that'd be about two more, two and a half. All right, give me one second. I gotta do a little bit of math. Ah, uh, my nemesis. Yes, math is your nemesis. Who you? Who are you telling? <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, we have lost two more. We are down to uh, nine, nine, and one of them has. I'm sorry, my bad. We have. Ah, damn it. I don't like it there. Hang on. I think nine sounds right. Yeah. I think we actually have ten, and one of them has one of. Two, we have ten of. Eh, we have ten left. 
but two are very badly injured. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and take your 10 attacks because they'd okay. be up next. Well, um, let me ask you this because I want to maybe use them for a thing. Okay. If all of them work together to throw me, how far could they throw me? Wow. Well, I mean, I'd give it maybe 40 feet, 50 feet. Whether or not you land is based on your deck save. Okay. Could I add or my your acrobatics? Jump? Okay. Could I add my jump to that? Sure. I'm okay, okay with that. All right. I'm going to kind of uh, motion all of them. Brethren, toss me to it to the head. So okay. My... So they move over. They pick you up, and they throw you okay. up in the air towards the head. I, I, I'm trying to aim for the head there. Uh, what kind of, what acrobatics or anything else you need from me? Uh, well, first I need you to make um, acrobatics to remain balanced as they throw you. Okay. That is a 16. 16. The Tarras is going to take a reaction and bite at you as you're being thrown up towards the head. That is going to be a 35 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I now need you to make a um, DC 20 athletics or acrobatics. Your choice. Okay, DC 20? DC 20. Okay. Yep. So you need a 20 or higher. Ah, damn it. I got a 13. Okay. Trying to swallow him. You end up in its mouth and you are immediately swallowed down well, into the interior of the Tarrasque. Can I reaction Cloud Rune that Hang bite? Let me, let me see a thing. Um, wait, wait. No. I, I want to take a look at a thing real quick. Um, <laughs> just imagine right. just like Godzilla I'm up, for, uh, I'm up next regardless, and I have an idea, but... Um, how aware of if I am in its gullet? How aware of me is it? I, I mean, I can't tell you unless you do something. Okay, so <laughs> all right, hey, uh, Hork, hold off for right now. I have, I still have plenty of health. Uh, so, so Hork, as, as he leaps up and gets yeah. bit, yeah. Um, by the way, the, the bite, the bite. Hold on, the bite does thirty-six points of piercing damage. Okay. First off, um, as he gets bit. And he's in the process of being swallowed. He sees you hanging onto the lower jaw, and you watch his um, uh, yellow gen. I can't pronounce it. What is it again? Yellow gen. Yellow gen. You watch his yellow gen, like, just don't worry, I got this. And then, you know, he gets swallowed in the process. Crazy fucking elephant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that'll finish the mercenary's turn. Um, so, Yellowjin, I'll say that you were operating in concert with your mercenaries. Mm-hmm. So it was your movement and your bonus action that got used and got got you into that trouble. However, as you're being swallowed, you have your action. Okay, that's all you've got that's left it. because now you're considered restrained and incapacitated as you're being swallowed. Okay, as I as I go down his throat. I just slam one of my hands into like literally any surface of it. I'm going to try. I'm going to cast Planar Shift. Okay, where are you going? This is just it, not me. This is uh, it has to make a DC uh, a DC save of fourteen. Oh, oh sorry, correct. Charisma save of fourteen. 
Charisma? Yeah. Ooh. This could be its last legendary resistance. That is an eight plus. Sorry, no, that's a. What's that? It's an eight plus nine? That's a 17. Okay. So All right. That will I'm save. Not... Okay. So. Now I need you to make a constitution save, please. Okay, I'm not worried about that. I say that. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. 18. Okay. Um, 18. Let's see. Um, but, uh, that will... Uh, actually, wait a minute. The terrestrial... Okay, the terrestrial... So you're blinded and restrained. Um, you have total cover against attacks and other effects from the Tarask. However, you take 56 points of acid damage. Okay, uh, did I save with that 18 or not? There's no save. I was thinking of a different effect. Yeah. Oh, so that's that 56 points of acid damage. Acid damage, okay. Yep. All right. Um, That'll finish your turn. And you said I'm blinded and restrained, right? Correct. Okay. All right, Tinkerfoot, you're up with Faye on deck. There's something besides that freaking toe. Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm just like slinging back and forth. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Um, you're swinging back and forth like in his mouth, right? I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, hey, yeah, Oregon, king, like basically. holding on to the lower <laughs> jaw as the Tarrasque like moves about. And he's like holding on to its lower jaw. Oh, Never mind. I thought you were like stuck and about to be eaten. Nah. <laughs> no. Um, 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 I don't even want the foot anymore. Um. <laughs> oh, hey, you're not stunned anymore either, Faith. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Because it's the end. The blue of ring turn. caught me. Yep. You're no longer stunned. Um. Uh, if I know Alexis, she's. Pouring through her spells right now, trying to find <laughs> charisma-based spells. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh, I didn't think I had that on this build. Oh well. Can I? Mm... Oh. Can I climb on it? I don't think I can climb on it. Yeah, give me an athletics check. Hey, um, I'm sorry, uh, sir. Can you tell me what would have what would have been a save on uh, on that uh, Constitution? I'm sorry, it's not. Uh, what would have been a save to not get swallowed? I, I want to see a, a thing real quick. Um, it would have been a 20 or higher. Okay. I'm sorry to wreck on that, but I do have a thing that I might be able to do. Because do, do you guys remember what I got? I know it wasn't super duper high. It was like a 17 14. or something. It was a 14. 14? Okay, because I didn't realize Diamond Soul let me uh, re-roll a, uh, yeah, a thing there. So give me a sec on that. As uh, a reaction? That, yeah. Um, was that, uh, God, shit. Was that Dex or was that Con for that? I don't, con. I don't remember. That was a Con as well? Yep. Correct. The okay. Swallow was. Nice! 21! So I'm in its mouth, I assume. But not yep, Swallow. you're in its mouth. Okay, uh, do I, can I reverse the acid damage on that? or? Is yes, it, you can. Yep. That was 56, I want to say? Yes, it was 56. Okay, cool. Uh, all right, uh, take your still a crazy fucking elephant. I got a 24. 24. 
So I'll say if you use your move and your dash action, you can get up on its back. Okay, I'll use my move and my dash action. Okay. I'll get you up on its back where you can see Faye and Pinky um, all engaging with the halfling because of the mantle. That'll finish your turn. Uh, Faye, you are up with Hork on deck. Okay. Um, would you allow me to cast Plane Shift on this guy and try and rip off the mantle as he's leaving the plane? I'll say if Pinky uses her reaction to help you, I'll say you could try to pull that off. Yeah. Okay. Pinky, you want to give it a shot? Oh, hell yeah. All right. Let's do it. All right. I will uh, cast Plane Shift. Um, which it would be, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll cast plane shift. I'll burn a sorcery point. So he'd be rolling at disadvantage. Um, but this, he, this, if he fails, he's probably going to use his last legendary resistance on this. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that is a four plus nine is a 13. So he's going to burn his last legendary resistance to resist the plane shift. I need both you and Pinky to give me intelligence saves as you both grab on to the halfling and the mantle at the same time. Okay. Oof. I got a nat one. It's going to be a five for me. So both of you... It's a ten. So both of you will take 21 points of psychic damage. And you're both stunned. Until the end of the Trask's next turn. All right. That'll finish Faye's turn. Hork, you're up. You can hear them doing something up above. You just watched as um, uh, Tinkerfoot went scaling up the hind leg and onto the back of the Trask. You get the feeling that everyone's finally focusing on the halfling and the mantle. Yep. Uh, you could see um, uh, Yellowjin in the mouth of the Tarrasque, um, holding on to its tongue and teeth, trying to keep from being swallowed. You're holding on to the lower jaw. Yep. What do you want to do? Uh, how much he's already move... used his reaction. He yep. hasn't used any of his legendary actions yet. How much movement would it take for me to try and get up on top of the head? Um... It would probably take your full movement to do it with a good athletics check. Okay, and that's it, to place me like in base or near the gnome or the halfling? Halfling, yes. Okay, all right, let's go for that. All right, give me an athletics check. All right, because athletics is fun. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Uh, burn uh, uh, an indomitable. Okay. Reroll a, a, th- a throw that I fail <laughs> because that was a nat one. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Of it. all the things I could have rolled. Okay, that's a 17 plus 15, so that's a 32. Yep, that'll put you. And as you climb up and over its head and you reach the back, you know, you reach on top of its head, you can see that both Pinky and Faye are kind of like on the ground shaking you can see arcane light like pulsing off them as if they've been stunned you can see the halfling is symbiotically attached to the tarasque's armor 
Um, and it's its eyes are catatonic. It's just holding on to the Tarrasque while the mantle is just pulsing with energy. So you still have your action and your bonus action yep. left. Okay. Uh... I'm going to... That didn't work against it. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to try and rip the crown off. Like, just... Because I'm I'm now... I'm huge size. I imagine he's got a tiny head. I'm just going to... And pull it off. So you're just ripping the mantle off? Yeah, I mean, if, if I have to pull the head off with it, I'm trying to take the mantle off. All right, go ahead and give me a strength check as you try to rip it off. Yep. Strength gets advantage. Let's go. Strength check. Uh, that's a 27. 27. Now give me an intelligence save as you touch the mantle. Yep, that's going to suck. Uh. There's a 21. Not 21. DC is a 20, dude. You got lucky. Ooh, very you take lucky. Half of 30 points of psychic damage. So you take 15 ah, points oh. <laughs> of psychic damage. Okay. All of you watch as Hork begins to rip the mantle off the physical form of the halfling. And there's an explosion of light and arcane heat as he does it. The grotesque remains of the halfling lie about. You begin to feel the Tarrasque begin to collapse downward onto the ground as it goes into a kind of unconscious state. <laughs> There's a, a mountain of debris and dust that just kind of <laughs> comes off of its form as Horik stands there holding the mantle in his hand. As that happens... A pulse of energy comes from the mantle. A pulse of light begins to emanate from it. All of you begin to feel yourselves being lifted upward as Hork is holding the mantle. Looking down on you are the Council of the Deities, smiling as they look down as you elevate back up into their celestial presence where you return the mantle to the council. And that's can where I, we're going to finish tonight. Can I try and break <laughs> the mantle? <laughs> I would not recommend that. No. Did I go okay. through? The <laughs> I was going to try and just like or... shatter. I was going to try and split it in half. Yeah. That, you don't want to splinter reality, my friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tempting. So the interesting thing about oh. level 20 is when you build a level 20 for one shot, I would recommend always build it in mind that's going to be a parity of balance potentially of a slight beginning to get the one shot started and then a potential melee after the fact. Mm. Um, but I think this also helps us realize that as we're planning our regular characters to, to once again get up to those higher levels that without knowing what you're getting into, it's very hard to plan for something. Mm -hmm. And I did, I do that on purpose with one shots. Cause I really want people to, 
kind of like look at things and really kind of focus on the different things that they might or might not do when they get in the one shot. But for you guys, linger around for a moment. We're going to talk about next week's schedule. Um, also using the new website. I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else, thank you for coming out. Had a lot of people watch us tonight. Um, it was really yeah. fun. It was um, a blast. Yeah, it was a fun session. <laughs> um, uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out. Uh, be safe, be kind, and uh, play a game. It's good for you. Bye, everybody. Okay. Do do one of these days. I'll have it, you know, hovering over. <laughs>